0: Downright, downright down, 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 un-American. No patriot. I'll tell you something. tell you something. I'll tell you something. right. downright, down, downright down, right, down, right, un-American,
1: un-American, un-American. Ain't nobody got time for that. It's
0: all about the money. Anti- Anti-American. They want, they want the I'll money. It doesn't have anything to do with patriotism.
2: Anti-American. Patriotism. Anti-American. They were like. Death. Down, right. I'll tell you something. And un-American. Un-American. something. Un-American. Tell you something. American, American. Un-American. Un-American. Down, so a treasonous. So Period. I mean, yeah, yes, why not?
0: It, it doesn't have anything to do with patriotism.
2: Downright
0: anti-American. They want the money to. I'll tell you something. Anti-American. I'll tell you something. Anti-American. Un-American. I'll tell you something. I mean, they certainly. I'll tell you something.
2: Didn't seem to love our country very much.
1: Right, Un American. Welcome back to another episode of Un American, the show about traitors, turncoats, and treasonous, where no fraud or grifter is safe. I am Brandon, and I am joined tonight by Franklin. How are you doing today, Frank? Uh, I am doing so good, Brandon. Uh, I was oh, I was gonna say you were there. We uh, I took my nieces and nephews to the pumpkin patches this yes. weekend. We're officially in fall and Halloween season, which is my favorite season of the year. Plus, unlike the last time you said it, it has been consistently better weather. Now we had uh, after the last time you you talked about how nice Spoke the weather too was. Soon. Yeah, it yeah. It, I mean, it's St. Louis. We should expect that, but we got some nineties back in there. But I think we can finally. Uh, I mean, as far as the forecast looks, like we we're, we're now in fall, and we that's finally great. broke the seal. I think is, that, is the I'm, kids say. I'm wearing a hoodie, like right the first consistently, yeah, I'm wearing yeah, a Hoodie for... at work, we have the doors open and everything. It's awesome, yeah. But it was really <laughs> nice, like taking the kids out to buy pumpkins and like I I love this time of year. It's the one time you can go out and the kids can be just like in a long sleeve shirt, yeah. And like you're not too cold. You can spend time outside. I still got sunburned, but I'm a ginger, so what are you gonna do? Yeah, right. Uh, I think Stacy got a little bit of that. T- too it was very yeah. fun though. it was really fun the kids got along I was surprised like I, I my first thought was like when you throw two groups of kids together who don't know each other very well I was prepared for like all day fighting and they were you know, like they really well behaved yeah it was good it was good Um, good well I'm glad Uh, Jim is off for the evening so we will uh, skip asking him any questions because that would be weird otherwise um and i will tell you that i am also doing good i will hopefully finish this uh weird thing that i have going on with these consistent wrestling updates um but (laughs) the last time that we talked um, I had just gotten Chris Jericho in the mail and had told you that Penta. You mean a, a Chris Jericho toy. toy? He did not, not show up in the mail. He's pretty awesome, but I, even he cannot fit in a yeah. FedEx box. He does do a lot of traveling, but I don't think right. that I don't think that that would be kosher. Although um, if he wants to stop by, we will DM him our address. Yeah. If he hears this, absolutely. He has a much more successful podcast, so if he <laughs> wants to come by and yeah. we can shoot we can, an episode, I'll of I'll whichever. go on there and rewatch the Bad News Bears. I'm fine with it. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure um so and then i also had two on the way from ebay uh the lucha bros penta and ray phoenix since that episode i've pretty much finished the damn collection. you really have there uh, were a couple like maybe a week in there where you were just like bam bam bam, bam. Hit, hit, yeah. and everything yeah i got uh so since jericho the lucha brother the lucha brothers showed up uh we added jungle boy to the mix scorpio sky um, it looks like Jake Black- Hager. <laughs> when you got Scorpio Sky, I wanted to text you Black Lives Finally Matter in Brandon's wrestling ring. <laughs> yeah, it was- We it, got one. It was funny because it was like literally a day and a half or so after uh, you said on the last episode, you don't have Scorpio Sky. I was like, fucking now I do. Yeah, you do. Um, And Santana and Ortiz. I pretty much have everybody with the exception of like two or three of the AEW figures ones that a couple I'm, of I'm, doubles because yeah. some people have been released two or three times yeah. but like yeah you at least have one of almost everybody yeah now. consider that there's 23 over there in that and you also have I've a couple up. that haven't been released by AEW like I know you have Mark Henry even though they haven't yeah. released a figure yeah CM Punk was an old WWE figure that will be coming soon that they haven't already like that was oh, the first I'm thing sure. they started working on he's gonna be in the game they've already like yeah, put him in there I'm I'm sure and I will buy that when that comes out um, as for, and, and Aleister Black and Adam Cole too. I can't get Adam Cole on eBay because every time I've tried to go, they only WWE only made one Adam Cole toy, and yeah. uh, the sellers. And it's a three pack. Uh, it's not. It, well, it, they, it came with the other two members of uh, Undisputed Era. There right? is also yeah. an elite figure that you can buy on on its own. So there is. Oh, okay. But it is the same figure in both. It's of just those packaged. Packs. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. But as far as that goes, the sellers on eBay are are keen. To its rarity, um, and that it's going for like a hundred bucks at the, at the like the lowest end, and I'm not fucking spending a hundred dollars on a toy on a, a hunk of play. Yeah, I spent. You got two kids. I spent sixty dollars, and I want to say this was before the kids were born. Um, but on that Eminem action figure over there, uh, across the across the room, that's been proudly on display since like the first episode of yeah. any of our podcasts. Yeah, um, and I I got that one for sixty bucks, and that one I was willing to pay that much. That's the most you I've still had. also have not unboxed that I, one. And so I you won't. paid sixty bucks, and you were like, I might sell this. <laughs> yeah, um, that one is that one was that that meant a lot to me from my childhood. Like that was something my parents would not let me buy, and so when I found that, and what was great about that the m M&M m toy too was like i got that uh like To the week, Kamikaze secretly came out at midnight. Yeah. So had I waited like another week to buy that, I would not have been able to afford it. Yeah, it would have been double. That that was, but yeah, for a wrestling toy, which I have a collection of like between two and three hundred now, probably down here. Um, I am not spending that much money. So (laughs) come on, AEW, make the new toys so that I can give you more money. We'll post Um, some of those pictures on Twitter because you do have an awesome uh, setup on your ring right now. It's ridiculous. Every once you're talking. I look over, and I'm like, ooh, something interesting is happening in your ring. They make really cool toys. Like, they do. I, I yeah, will... they're, they're extremely poseable. I yeah. will say that uh, in, instead of the WWE like uh, yeah. basic figures, which like are essentially S- worthless. Stick figures, basically. Right. The, no, no bending uh, joints or anything. Yeah. You know, I do appreciate. I Also, something that I really appreciate because I have kids is that the AEW toys come apart at every joint in the did toy you, did you not have one of them ripped apart like before I you did. Even got to it yeah one right. that you brought over to add to the collection john moxley went missing like i had sitting on my stairs when you walk into the house went missing for like three days could not fucking find it and like i looked under the couch i looked everywhere and was like asking the kids you know guys and my theory, though, was these boxes are, the AEW boxes are considerably harder to open than the WWE action figures or any yeah. other action figure I've ever had. Like, they've got layers of cardboard, so, like, once you've ripped through some of it, there's still more to rip through, and then they're, like, they're, and like, they're, elastic like, band in Yeah, into... and, and then even the plastic kind of comes out in a pinch, so it holds the figure in. Yeah. yeah. Um, And so, when it went missing, my thought was, like, it'll turn up, but they're difficult for me to open so my three and four year old are not going to be able to open them and then one day I walked to the top of the stairs to in the second floor where the where our bedrooms are at the kids and our in my bedroom and I saw like I saw the little gold like cardboard paper on the floor and so I knew that like oh shit so they did get it and it is on this floor somewhere and so I found it under their bed, but they had they had gotten way further in that packaging yeah. than I was expecting <laughs> them to, so much so that they had like that plastic like casing the that blister holds, pack, yeah, yeah. Uh, pulled out and half of John Moxley's body pulled apart because they could because it is they grabbed him it. by the legs, tried to pull him out, and just the and, legs came out, and yeah, then they were like, "Ooh, it, we need to dispose of evidence." Yeah, and so did it they was, also lie? To, did you ask them if they had seen it, and they like completely, they were like, "Nope, didn't have no idea, I, no idea what you're talking about." So well. Yeah. Um, so, but I am but I am grateful for that because they do come apart very easily. You can kind uh, of bend them and I also, them. I mean, I don't know. Uh, you you have way more than I've seen, but uh, do all of them come with extra hands and heads? Because Mo- I've noticed that it's a very big thing. They don't have, like, elite and basic. They have one figure, and it kind of comes with always, – they always come with something. They come with something. Um, most of them come with extra hands um, and – some of them come with extra heads. I have I have like three or four extra heads in there. Um, and then, and if they don't they usually come with some type of like clothing removable clothing so some of them have uh, like leather jackets on and and shit like that Santana the ring entrance kind of stuff Santana Ortiz came with a shit ton they came with an extra head an extra set of hands a fucking Puerto Rican flag and one of them had a flip flop and the other one had (laughs) um, like a a weighted like sock which okay that sock it looks like it has three cue balls in it but it also suspiciously looks like a del Though. it does when you sent me a picture like hey look what i added to my collection i was like is th- this a porno i think what? that it was just the way it was packaged because i think it it's w- also the way your picture was taken highlighted yeah the, the dick nature um <laughs> yeah it had a certain jeff Bezosy thing going on in there but um but yeah so i've got a bunch of fucking wrestling toys i'm excited about those and until the next line of them comes out this probably be the the, i have the majority of them yeah you know it's also good to know you can hand them to your kids and if they do rip them apart you're like you didn't break it like unlike every other toy that you will legitimately break my kids do enjoy coming down to the studio from time to time every once in a while timothy will want to record And so we'll come down here and we'll just like record a little conversation between me and him. Um, And then quickly it turns into like, hey, you got a whole desk over there. He becomes me where I'm just looking to the left all all episode being like, I want to play with this. Now I have that set up so well with all of them, with all 23 in that scene, plus the announcers and the table and all of that shit that I'm just like we're not gonna record for a while you're not coming down to the <laughs> yeah. studio you like, know how hard it was to get these took guys me, to stand up it took me so long to get people like darby See, allen now, coming off the top of the I, ladder i feel like as a patreon bonus the next time you rearrange your ring i need to take a time lapse of it and put it like a, a, two, a 20 second video that is two hours of you being like god damn it stand oh, up dude it's such a pain in the ass like that i i'm proud of that setup over there how it looks right now but it took so long like multiple days, because there would be times where I would just get pissed off about stuff falling over. And then the worst is when the stupid cat comes down here and jumps <laughs> up there and, yeah. over and knocks into the ring because he's fat and like just, it's a mess. Um, but yeah, excited about those. So anyway, with uh, that out of the way, we are going to talk. So we, we're we going to do, we're going to take the easy way out a little bit here. Um I wanted Much to, like the subject of this episode. Yeah, yeah true. I wanted to have a laid-back episode because Afghanistan was so tedious that Jim didn't even show up tonight. Um, and so my thought was, what can I do that'll be easy and fun, still annoying, still, still fit with the theme. So I figured we'd check in with one of our old friends. I didn't necessarily know when I made that decision which one of our old friends we were going to check in with. Um, but we are going to discuss Tucker Carlson. I mean, uh, we do have a Batman rogues gallery of past villains we could choose we from that we are do. all currently active. None of them have retired. We're going to do issue two of Tucker Carlson tonight because um, I just figured, uh, it, it, I figured that before I even found the the subject matter, which episode of his show I was going to take, I just knew that it would be Goofy plus behind the scenes info here. I, I originally had thought let's check back in with Hannity. And I went to Hannity's episode from October 13th, uh, And I got pissed off within five minutes and was just like, you're a dick. And then uh, I so I, I went to Tucker Carlson's episode from the same day, October 13th. And I was like, you're a doofus and I'm fine with that. And so let's let's go with Tucker Carlson tonight. So, um, so yeah, we will get into that in a second, but before we do that, I want to say that if you would like to support the show and what we're doing, you can head on over to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash and become a Patreon Patriot today. Bonus content is available, is available there as well as merch. Um, you can get the episodes a day early. And uh, all that cool stuff. One-time donation, cancel it. You know, all the all the other good Work stuff. Work the system, Work people. Work the system, right? You got to, It's entrepreneurial. Shop smarter, skills. not harder. Right, right. Uh, so, and of course, we do appreciate your support of the show. We do. So, with that said, check out this Freudian slip.
3: Good evening, and welcome to Tucker Carlson tonight. If you've been paying, paying attention for the past few years, and if you're watching this show, we hope you are. There has likely been a moment when you realize that reality is not quite what you thought it was. A lot of the things you assumed were true, in fact, are not true. They are instead a mirage. They're a web of purpose-built myths designed to deceive rather than inform you. You can't really trust your senses anymore. Your eyes will lie to you. That's an unnerving thought, especially when you realize that ultimately Vladimir Putin is behind it all. All right. So...
1: That, but, what? <sighs> right. Okay. Wait, is this 2016? Like, yeah. Is he trying to like do the whole like Russia didn't steal the election thing? It, it took me a second to realize what he was doing. Uh, first of all, I think it's great that he says, that he sets up his episode with being like, some people are lying to you for a narrative. I also, like, I'm Tucker how, Carlson. Yes. How does <laughs> he not realize, like, news. you might realize that some of our stuff is really outlandish and far-fetched, yeah. but don't you worry, it's just that everything, all the common sense you were taught, throw it out the window. Here's the thing, though, and, and, like, the the sad thing about our society and the way that we interact now with, like, a 24-hour news cycle and social media and, like, whatever- Uh, is that depending on where you stand politically, like what your biases are and, and shit, like either side would be guilty whether that was Tucker Carlson saying that it was or Rachel just, Maddow. Right, it was just vague enough that it could apply to either side. like, And we're all hypocrites. You've been fed a story. And, and We're all hypocrites. We're going to look at the other side as the bad guy and our side as the good guy and we will associate that vagueness that little bit of vagueness in there to like, well you're talking about the other guy not yourself. Yeah. Even though you're playing the exact same game. I, I, I would pride ourselves that like A, because no one wants to advertise with us, but also <laughs> because like I think we have more integrity. If we tried to read that kind of promo at the beginning of our show we'd gag on him and be like this isn't true well yeah like we, the you, not everything you've been told is a lie or a mirage like we don't have to be so heavy handed with it yeah it's it's dumb it's also it, implying that there's someone behind it that it, is spoon feeding you lies for your entire life it took me a second because he's it, it, so obviously that's the first clip of his show uh that's that's the open to his show and so for the next few minutes he's gonna say russia 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 a lot um as we go through this episode and it took me like i listened to the whole like five six seven eight minute stretch where he keeps going in and out of like little russia comparisons and I, so i listened to it and then Little i I, 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 like I had to listen to it again to figure out that like oh he's being he, like he's being sarcastic like he's, he's making being facetious, fun right yeah, yeah. he's making fun of the liberals because there actually was something going on um but it took me a second because i was like are you just playing like dude, are you it's, it's kind of it's <laughs> the it's like- the kind of the rights equivalent of when the left makes jokes about tan suits it's become yeah. the, the catch-all equivalent term to mean like don't take the other side seriously this is what they thought, yeah. thought was real it's and uh, that's kind uh, of what tucker's uh, doing but like they thought russia was a real story so like the the right uses it as just a, a mockery thing like that's yeah. what it's a tool uh they to- can say russia in in that kind of like lowercase uppercase well, random lettering and, no like nobody got caught with anything in, as involving right. russia and there were enough people like louise mensch out there being like oh no putin putin controls trump we're gonna all see it come out and right. like no it didn't yeah um which like we can debate the reasons for that and and you and i and jim have um i think there's like a uh, uh, hundred something episodes of p-tape discussion uh, yeah, somewhere uh, <laughs> on the internet there's there's, there's Something to do, I think, with, uh, I don't know, overtaking the process with your henchmen and then having them fucking uh, sandbag the investigations yeah, and shit. Right. Yeah, like something something like that. Um, but anyway, we're going to – so we'll go through this episode on October 13th, and uh, he's going to – he's got to hit his talking points early.
3: Russian disinformation is everywhere in this country. It's lurking even within our own minds. It's worse even than Adam Schiff told us it was. Just last weekend, for example, thousands of Southwest Airlines flights failed to leave the ground. It seemed obvious that the mass cancellations were a direct reaction to Joe Biden's vaccine mandates. They were announced just days before. And then actual Southwest pilots appeared to confirm this. But no, that's just what the Kremlin wants you to think. In fact, as the authorities assured us all along, it was only the weather, nothing more than a few clouds. Calm down, America. That Southwest Airlines story is as fake as Hunter Biden's laptop. Don't let the Russians lie to you. People love the vaccine mandates, even the thousands who've been fired because of them. They know perfectly well how naughty they've been. They need discipline, and they're grateful to get it. Thank you, Mr. President. May I have another? Okay, what
1: what pisses me off about that is that he is trying to say that, like, it is a direct correlation between Biden's vaccine mandates, which are less effective than the ones Fox News mandates for its employees. Well, yeah. And the reason, like, Southwest specifically blamed bad weather and air traffic control issues, which no one believed because no other airlines suffered those those same issues. They got all their flights out. Right. So, the the it couldn't have been the mandates because that would have affected all airlines. And it couldn't have been bad weather because that would have affected all airlines. It might have had something to do with the fact that uh, the Southwest op- Airlines operate a very, like... They call it a point-to-point route network where they make a lot of stops along the way so they don't have to contract with smaller airlines like other people do. So, like, the... Well, yeah. It's their own fault, which is why only one airline... If this was about Biden's vaccine mandate, every airline would have had the same problem right. because it would have been about customers refusing to comply. But it wasn't. He's well, lying. Well, and something else that he says, which I think is important to uh, note, is that he says in the middle of his bullshit that, uh, it, that it he alludes to it being the vaccine mandate that... Uh, that is responsible um, when it's obviously not. Right. No one. Like but I don't he, know what pilot he, he's talking to. I love that. Clearly, that, he that, did not. Did he? Did that, he play a clip? No, he didn't play a clip. He has no. Funny he's not sourcing he any information. Right? Why but, would he sort? He's not like he's the news or anything. But what he did say was uh, that it was confirmed by several pilots. Several pilots, right? Which is just cherry picked shit. Like as far as I'm concerned, um, the the story doesn't add up to. Uh, no, because again, if it was about, if it was about customers being pissed off at the government vaccine mandates, then fucking every other airline would have suffered the same delays because people would have, there is no way that they just happened to cancel Southwest flights. That is, that is ridiculous on its face. Well, this is, this article that I have here is from AP news um and was Tommy like Rag. <laughs> yeah, it was just put out this week. Um I guess on it would've been the 12th, the 11th or 12th. I can't see my computer's moving really slow and I'm afraid to get off of the paragraph I'm about to read you. So, um but from Dallas, Southwest Airlines canceled more than 350 flights Monday following a weekend of major disruptions that it blamed on bad weather and air traffic control issues. The pilots union accused the company of a botched response to what it said would have been a minor challenge for other airlines. The third straight day of canceled delay, canceled and delayed flights left passengers stranded. Um, and steaming from stranded and steaming from California to the East Coast. You can't really relax when you're just sitting there waiting for your next flight to be canceled, said Vanessa Wheeler who was biding her time at San Jose, California's airport. She said that Southwest canceled six consecutive flights on her over three days before she eventually decided to book a flight home to Las Vegas with Delta Airlines. She vowed never to fly Southwest again. Monday's cancellations amounted to 10% of Southwest's schedule and at least 1,400 other flights roughly 40 percent were delayed according to flight aware tracking service shares of southwest airlines also fell 4.2 percent let's see here i've got another article because it, it speaks to what tucker carlson is trying to do this one not a normal source but i after uh after uh internet searching um, we call it googling. The hip kids call it googling. <laughs> I call it binging. <laughs> um, but after after googling the the information about like the Southwest flights and that story, I figured if I add the words conspiracy theory, theory to it, I'll probably figure out what the Ooh, fuck. That's a fun game for almost anything we <laughs> yeah. say to Google on this show. Um, so I figured out that I would that that I probably I probably would find something that that you Tucker... would hit comedy pay dirt yeah. right. Yeah. So from Gizmodo. Uh, An article titled Southwest Mass Flight Cancellations Have Turned Into a Vaccine Conspiracy Theory. Um, And this was also from... Monday, the same day as the other article. This weekend, over 2,000 reported Southwest Airlines cancellations brought untold thousands of passengers to their knees. The airline has the boring reason, weather. Conservatives have a more thrilling one, a working-class rebellion against President Joe Biden's vaccine tyra- vaccination tyranny. So, victory against the Democrats is weary masses forced to stand in line for hours at dawn, sleep on the floor, make TikToks, while baggage piles up around the conveyor belt. Among them, Senator Ted Cruz is spreading an unverified rumor that pilots staged a massive sick-out to pre- protest Biden's illegal vaccine ma- mandate. Newsweek's deputy opinion editor asked, quote, were the canceled flights the result of a sick-out on the part of pilots refusing to get vaccinated, end quote, and continued baselessly to conclude that, his, that this represents a powerful form of collective action by working-class vaccine refusers. Southwest Airline pilots have denied that theory, which seems spun from the fact that Southwest Airlines Pilots Association, a bargaining unit representing over nine thousand pilots, filed a request last Friday asking that uh Dallas federal court block and block the airline from enforcing vac vaccine mandates. If Cruz read the motion, he'd likely hate the rationale. Um SWAPAs staking out a labor rights issue arguing that Southwest illegally neglected to bargain with the union over the policy change. The motion says that Southwest also doesn't offer minimum pay during the mandatory qu- mandatory quarantine time and other airlines came to the bargaining table to negotiate the COVID-19 policies with their unions. So... Th- this is strictly about Southwest Airlines being a very shittily run company. Yes. No other company... And, and I hate this idea that like, oh uh t- that tucker and ted carlson or ted cruz ted carlson the same thing uh, the, the fictional ted carlson shithead <laughs> did because like if if this was about pilots staging a walkout because of unfair government practices delta and every other fucking airline in the world would have suffered the same yeah. delays three thousand cancellations which i will argue a week later was reduced to 50 cancellations because they got the wrath of the internet that came down upon them right yeah, no. There's, it's not. There's, there's nothing. Sh- this is not a political issue. It's about a shit. It's a, a terribly run company. Who knew that should be bankrupt by now? Right. That are being propped up by government money. It's unheard of that a corporation that has like the, whose the leaders have are completely out of touch with their workforce. And the public in general, right, um, could and, could ever and this fuck something up like this. Not even to just blame Southwest. This is a problem industry wide. That like a pilots. If you ever look up the, the the salary of a pilot, which is a very tremendously stressful job, you are you are flying all over the place, responsible for thousands of lives a year, and they pay you fucking like forty grand a year, like yeah. forty eight grand a year. Like it is ridiculous how low paying it is. Yeah, and it's industry wide. So, like, yeah, Southwest is a shitty run company. So is Delta. So is every other plane company. They at least talked to the unions before they implemented this shit. Yeah, if you in for another episode, we can go into how regu- how Ronald Reagan deregulated the fucking the airline industry, the, airline and, 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 fucked industry and fucked us all. Yeah, yeah. Not that it was uh, like a golden shining beacon before then with fucking. Uh, I uh, mean the way know, this he, Bruce he, Goose and, and one more piece I will add used. to that They the one thing that they did to attract business because the government partially owned the airline industry was they fucking made their products like their flights were. Fuck it! You wore suits and shit because it was nice because they fucking offered yeah, nice and amenities and Yeah, used to be the smoke shit. on planes, <laughs> goddammit. Yeah. Um. Anyway, that's. Uh, anyway, it's not a yeah, goddamn. Tucker, ca- Tucker. That is a complete uh, fabrication between yeah. him and, and Ted Cruz. There's- like that. That the pilot. Like first of all, if the pilots were against this, that's what the union would say unions yeah. are not shy about coming out and calling out their bosses about what they especially don't want especially if they're gonna go on strike they don't do it secretly yes. also That's if, kind if, of a shitty if it was a walkout they lost because a week later they're all back in their fucking chairs yeah. flying planes yeah it doesn't like it, they they fucking you know like n- yeah. neither way you spin that is a win for the right no it, it's it's a non-correlation that he's trying to make and uh j- spoiler alert he's gonna try to make a bunch more
3: there is a reason in other words that joe biden is the single most popular head of state in american history And the reason is, he's awesome. How beloved is Joe Biden? Well, let's put it this way. At sporting events across the country, fans are breaking out in cheers for the White House and its wise and eloquent leader. These are not coordinated political set pieces, astroturf as we say in Washington, no. These are spontaneous eruptions of love. One minute you'll be watching a college football game from the stands, the next minute you'll be overcome with the desire the pressing, irresistible need to tell Joe Biden how great he is. It's like having to go to the bathroom real bad, except better and more progressive. What the fuck He's is he that, talking about? That's so stupid. What is right? this?
1: Like that makes the, that last bit. Which is supposed to be a punchline. That is supposed no to be sense. his killer line. Yeah, it makes that no is, sense. This is why the right can't fucking meme, can't tell jokes, can't do stand-up. Also, can they're, you, they're not good at comedy. Can you imagine what a different night it would have been had Tucker asked Matt Gates about his spontaneous eruptions of love? <laughs> <laughs> like, it would have been a very different interview. Well, I'll tell you, Tucker, they were on people that were definitely 18 or older. Yeah. So, I'm sure that you probably know what uh, he's alluding to. Uh, When he talks about sports fans erupting and spontaneous eruptions of love fest, like Um, what the summer of '69 came back, what happened? I don't fucking, I don't even, I can't imagine what he's twisting to make this logic. You should be able to though, as somebody who who at least has a a Twitter account or two, you should know. And I'll give you a clue. NBC has done
3: maybe more than any other news organization in this country to fight the Kremlin's propaganda machine. Thanks to NBC, for example. Your doubts about the fairness of the last election have not only been settled, they're now illegal. You're not allowed to express them ever again. So we can be thankful that there was a credentialed representative of NBC Sports on hand earlier this month when fans at a NASCAR event began to celebrate spontaneously celebrate Joe Biden. If the NBC lady had not been there, you might very well have misheard what the crowd said.
1: Do you know yet? Do you know what the crowd chanted? That the fuck NBC, Biden. Yes.
3: Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. So what he's what he's talking about is how. NBC is running defense for Biden, and the like. He's being a smug asshole through this whole. Right, and that's what I can't stand because a his listeners are not smart enough to realize he's being facetious. Right, they're gonna think that this is actually true, and then they're gonna be like, "Oh my god, he's a satirical genius." Well, he's not. They're not because he's gonna he's gonna play until he plays the clip. He's gonna play an edited version of the clip. I'm gonna play the also, but like, but before I don't even know what you're talking about because I I steer clear of anything that says NASCAR like it's the fucking plague because they grew up with that shit yeah. and I can't stand it. So like the moment I see that headline like unless there's a fiery death that claimed a life which, that's a morbid joke but it's true. <laughs> uh, um it, it, yeah. So like but it, is this any different than if the fact that the crowd chanted fuck Trump at a, at anything that the the TV station would censor it? No, is that what happened? It, no, it's not about being censored. It's really? A, it's about uh, it's about an NBC um analyst who is interviewing uh the 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 driver whose name is brandon something i don't know his last name brandon um H. Biden. yeah the, the, he she's interviewing him and she, i'll play the clip for you I, the, the, I i had to find out i'd seen this this hashtag twitter or t- trending on twitter um, and I had seen the phrase used on Facebook over and over again, and because it has my fucking name in it, I was like, I, would, I need to... I'm not redneck enough to just inherently know where this came from. Like, I would have I would have had no idea that NASCAR was where this came from. Or even still a thing. But know? here's here's what happened. Uh, here's the clip of what happened and why Tucker is, is being a... Well, he's always a smug asshole, but it's what he's alluding to.
0: Thank you to all of our partners. Oh, my God, it's just such an unbelievable...
4: Moment Brandon. You also told me as you can hear the chance from
1: the the crowd Let's go Brandon Brandon you told me you were gonna kind of hang back those first two stages and just... Have you not seen Let's Go Brandon t- trending like all fucking week? Right. Yeah. No, the, I haven't. It, that's the, I'm like, surprised because I would have texted you about it. Hashtag Let's Go Brandon has been has been fucking trending for a week, and I was like, "What the fuck is that?" And so that, this is what it is. So no, uh, she was trying to cover up the crowd saying something that's not allowed on TV, right? And which, trying to do it in a PG way, right? Which is probably which actually. Thinking on your feet? That's pretty fucking good. Well, she probably wasn't even thinking that I'm running defense for Joe Biden right now. She was probably thinking, like, I can't I'm trying, s- I can't say they're saying fuck Joe I'm Biden. I'm trying not me. to get us fined like by the FCC, like yeah. I'm Howard Stern, you yeah. know, like Which like to to that point I don't, she like, when, wouldn't see the when fucking you, crowd. When you said she ran defense for joe biden i thought she was going to be like and of course they're they're mad about the election uh the big lie and and this is why it's wrong yeah that's she, not running defense no. that is trying to sweep it under the rug being like look we race cars here this is the silliest thing that can possibly happen let's not bring politics into it right it's fucking left turns yeah and new tires why are we bringing politics into this yeah no i i don't disagree i also think that she's probably in her line of thinking it's probably more like people are saying the f word on tv behind me yes and so if they were i'm saying, trying to like cover up like, of- like down joe biden no one would give a fuck yeah no um, and I think that like you know whatever the right obviously is going to run with this because it's the it's the media mob. Well, trying- it's also the one time you can get like the statement "fuck Joe Biden" on TV. Like, yeah, no one's going to like. So of course, it would be it would be. Very- it's no different. Do you remember when Alex Jones used to pay out like ten thousand dollars if you uh, if you got the phrase? bill clinton is a rapist on local tv yeah if you just screamed it out he would send you it like that's what it is it's headhunting yeah it's it's dumb it's my mentality yeah the right's been loving it and and to be honest with you i've been loving how they've been misusing my name for a fucking (laughs) week that's been very nice so uh tucker goes on and pisses and moans more about this F. Joe Biden? Please, come on. Wake up, America. That's like looking at the thriving,
3: incredibly robust economy all around us and concluding there's inflation. Settle down, Vladimir Putin. That's ridiculous. What they said, and you could hear it very clearly if you just open your ears to the truth, is let's go, Brandon. The NBC lady made that very clear. Not F. Joe Biden. Let's go, Brandon. But who is Brandon, you ask? Well, just another happy American who is grateful for the wise leadership of his benevolent president. In fact, Brandon is a newly arrived American, part of what we call the Biden generation. He's an undocumented trans Haitian migrant now enrolled thanks to a Pell Grant as a film studies major at NYU, as well as a part-time non-binary rights activist and puppeteer. Brandon is the embodiment of the new American dream, where everything's free, but everyone is still angry. Just this month, Thanks to Joe Biden, Brandon got his fourth COVID shot. That means he's an incredibly good person, far better than you are. And the crowd is simply celebrating that as grateful people spontaneously do. Let's go, Brandon. Let's get a fifth shot. Let's go, Brandon. So once you strip away the Russian propaganda, it's all pretty obvious and
1: natural. Wow, he's bad at sarcasm. He's, he's also, really fucking bad at it. He's also, like, really just— First of all, like, sarcasm works better in small doses. Yeah. If you stretch it out for 10 minutes, yeah. it loses its punch. Yeah, it does. He also can't hide his xenophobia. Like Right. What, whatsoever. First of all, I love the fact that if you study film in New York, guess what? You're a pinko commie, lesbian, yeah. tr- trans, trans, non-binary, blah, 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 yeah. like— just buzzword, buzzword, buzzword. Right? Fuck off. Fuck. God damn it. Yeah, it's it's annoying. Um, the only thing better than Tucker Carlson's show being born on my birthday is him just Can you... saying my name seven thousand right. times. And in just in for, two I mean, let us cherry pick clips that we're eventually going to put in our intro. Fuck you, Tucker. <laughs> yeah. No shit um I just can't imagine me and you sitting down and be like here it's gonna be really funny Brandon let's for the first 30 minutes let's really pretend we're on their side and then the punchline will really work you see yeah. we gotta we gotta yeah. really lay the foundation before we hit him with the the, no, the nobody prestige. accused him of being smart or his listeners I and just, that's why it works I find it so funny to think about him and his writers cause it's the opposite of fucking Stuart and his writers for the daily show sitting around being like what would be really funny what would be real edgy right. what if you pretended that Biden was right oh my god people would be so shocked the beginning and I mean, then they would realize what you're doing like no if, if someone was confused by that they're an idiot especially because like consider that we, even we right now are not watching the video of this i watched the video of this earlier right his so, doofy a, face gives it a the blind bl- fuck away. No, well, i can <laughs> like- hear him smiling throughout this <laughs> yeah. entire thing so like, a blind st- person would see through this yeah stevie wonder could see through this yeah <laughs> it's it's ridiculous um you ready for him to make some more uh ridiculous does, can i ask how long does the sarcasm continue it's, is he in character is he co-bearing it the whole time it's pretty much it goes for the majority of the episode but this first it's like nine and a half minutes of his open of him doing a character of him just him like desperately it. he's trying to win an emmy so hard yeah it's his it's his monologue Um, and it's, it's almost 10 minutes long and it is, it's ridiculous. There's only one person who's allowed to steal the moment of Zen and that's us. Yeah, no (laughs) shit,
3: no shit. But it does make you wonder if you pause for a moment, if the Russians are lying about Brandon, what else are they lying about? And we're glad you asked. They're lying about hospitals. Vladimir Putin is making up stories about our hospitals here in the United States. Putin claims that our healthcare system is collapsing because of Joe Biden's vaccine mandates. And that's preposterous. And yet, somehow, those crafty and relentless Kremlin propagandists have managed to get that story onto American television. Watch this. Hospital officials say they still plan to pause service in the maternity unit starting Saturday.
0: You know, we've had 43 resignations.
3: Uh, 70% of those are in clinical areas. Um, And um, unfortunately, a a number of the... uh, Maternity
2: nurses, you know, the professionals who do labor delivery and postpartum care are part of that group.
3: So the maternity nurses all left. There'll be no more delivering babies in that hospital. Now, the Russians blame Joe Biden for this. But the truth is very different. The truth is that this is yet another heartfelt tribute to Joe Biden. Those nurses left so they can devote more time to campaigning for Joe Biden's re-election in 2024. Once again, this is an act of love disguised by a foreign power as an act of contempt.
1: You know what? I must have missed it because, like... I almost thought Joe Biden was a, a breath of fresh air, the fact that he didn't win the election and immediately start campaigning again like Trump did. Yeah, no shit, I thought we right? hadn't seen a campaign. Uh, I, I, I Apparently, I missed all those where he's gotten people to chant for his, like, his chances re-election? in the future. Also, I didn't know he was running again. I thought he wasn't. Also, those of us who voted for him don't even want him to run again. <laughs> no, we didn't want him to run in the first place. Right. It, was the, it was the alternative to the ultimate evil. Yeah. Uh, I also, like, I love that he's like, well, no, the Russians are blaming it on Biden. And he's trying to spin it as, like, they're they're wrong, but, like, in his point, he comes back to the Russians are right. That's kind of what he's agreeing with, right? I, I hate this game where you can play a clip of somebody saying something and then when it's over, say the opposite thing or something or just, like, exaggerate a point, your own point, that you set up prior to the clip being played. And then your audience just, like, Didn't hear what the fuck that clip said. He said as soon as that clip ended. He said so all the maternity nurses are gone. Are gone. No, they didn't. They didn't say that. Forty three was the number, and and he was talking about seventy percent of forty three people. And I love when he said seventy percent because I'm like, of how many? 43. Because, what I, well, what like, I, yeah, but what I've been reading, how many nurses did they have? I understand that they need to shut down. That's well, terrible. We don't get that information. Of course we don't, because the, the percentage would make, like, right. I read so many stories about how people are writing, even the left have been covering stories about like, this many people quit because of COVID ma- uh, uh, mandates. Mm-hmm. But like, 80 90% of people are just getting the vaccine. It's been overwhelmingly successful yeah. in the long run. Yeah. There are stories like this. Yeah. And yeah. these people probably like I don't know if that COVID is 100% to blame. They probably had staffing issues before. There's probably Yeah, I'm sure that there are in, in in uh in a couple of clips actually we'll talk about uh how Tucker Carlson one of the ways that he likes to skew stuff to, like, he, he's making this correlation where it's like, but it's th- not the reality, yeah. and the information is available. You're just not telling well, your, your can I audience also ask, the whole story. I, uh, can I ask a uh, hypothetical? Certainly. Let's say Tucker, Tucker's wife is pregnant. They go into the hospital to give birth, right? The nurse that helps them deliver or, or cares for their baby in the ward, she is not vaccinated against hep C, and she gives their child hep C. Should Tucker be able to sue that hospital and that woman— for transferring a virus to his child. I certainly believe that he should be able and to. And he would argue, right? Yeah. But I yet would if think they so. if they give their child COVID, he thinks that that's just freedom. We got to accept it. Like he wouldn't be there bitching if it was the opposite, if it affected him at all. Yeah. 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 Your 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 healthcare providers, it is reasonable well, to ask them that, to be vaccinated against I mean, fucking deadly viruses. Essentially like it didn't happen this week. Like he he went on a podcast uh, earlier today right and, yeah and was asked he was, about I, I said, his, yeah his vaccine apparently tucker carlson owns like a podcasting network or something they were they they worked for him and there's a podcast he has that has like a right-leaning person and a left-leaning person because that's a big draw nowadays mm-hmm. um that's actually how our first podcast started yeah, that's true but uh yeah they asked him the left-leaning person asked tucker like hey uh you work for fox news fox's vaccine mandate is harsher than biden's why aren't you calling out your own company that cut your check along with the government? And he just whipped. He was like, well, I don't, you know, they should put out a statement. I don't work for them. I don't know. I'm not. And then, but look not over the, here. Yeah, I'm not the guy in charge, but all of these right. other things. Is this your card? Yeah. Like that kind of thing. Fuck off, man. Yeah um we have a that was better than like you don't have this clip a couple of months a weeks ago he was on a different podcast and they asked him like well what do you do when you're cornered he's like well when i'm cornered i lie like well (laughs) yeah yeah, no we can all see that tucker yeah no shit even when you're not cornered your entire life yeah every bit of your public persona is just bullshit non grata (laughs) like like, it's fucking stupid man um i don't know this next clip is called immigration non-correlation
3: Central Maine Medical Center is one of the biggest hospitals in the state of Maine. It just halted its pediatric and trauma admissions. You want to treat your child for a disease, you've been hurt in a car accident, you can't go there. Why? Well, they cited staffing shortages because of the vaccine mandates. According to a n- local news outlet, quote, "The hospital is preparing to potentially lose hundreds of workers. So far, 84 staff members have resigned." This is one hospital In a smallish town in one state and they're going to quote lose hundreds of workers well that's one way to look at it that's the russian way to look at it the patriotic way to look at it the joe biden approved way to look at it is very different here it is it means hundreds of new job openings for the foreign nationals currently streaming over our southern border there will be no unemployment crisis for them so in fact this is a massive win Thanks to the vaccine mandate, these illegal Americans will have plenty to do, not just in Maine, but everywhere. In Washington state, the Spokane Spokesman Review just reported that, quote, long-term care facilities could face critical staffing shortages. Why? Vaccine mandates taking effect October 18th. Oh, so if you just showed up from another country without permission to be here, you know what you can do for a living, take the place of someone who moved on legacy
1: america how you don't have a fucking id or a birth certificate but I've, I've gotten asked for it to work at burger king i love how the fuck are you gonna get a job is like that that point the the id and the mm. that that's gonna come back up later right in, in well, this they'll episode. just get a real id because that remember how they passed the real id law and that prevented this remember yeah it's it's so easy to just get a social security number yeah um He's also, well, let's like, not attack the companies hiring illegal employees what kind of sense that even if let's say that socialist Biden has a group of people standing on the border handing out fake IDs and right. social security go cards. apply for hospital jobs. is yeah. What they're telling them. Right. They're yeah. giving them Aquafina okay. and telling them. But like, when that way. OK. But when you get to the hospital. There's going to be some qualifications, right? Right, <laughs> right. Like, you're they're not- going to be like, hey, what school did you go to? And you're like the University of Mexico City. And like, alarm bells should be ringing, guys. You're not just going to come over here. Like, you're not going to trek through a desert no. for a Like, they're not going to call months. Harvard and be like, did all these people who barely speak English go to your school? Yeah. Uh, like, how fucking it- stupid does he think his listeners are? I would imagine that they are. Have you seen Apparently how many this people this argument are talk- works. Like, a lot uh, of them are salivating right it- now it- listening it- to this. They're like, like, oh, get them, it- Tucker. It's unbelievable how many comment sections, especially when it comes to right-wing sites or or formerly Republican sites, uh, turn—like, the commenters are all talking about immigration and the jobs and, like, it's just like— Dude, but no, that you can, first of all you can't have your cake and eat it too. Is there a worker shortage, or, or, are, there, there? <laughs> or right. are there people stealing all of the jobs? Right. Like what the fuck? There should be a pretty much zero balance. <laughs> yeah, like that happens. What I also hate is that this is obviously we, me and you have talked about this off air a bunch um about the workforce and the jobs lost and the fact that people don't want to take jobs because they're offering shit pay right and so many employers are putting up signs kind of insinuating that like look people just don't want to work so we have to close for nights right but the problem is that what they're offering is not a livable wage and people realize that for the first time because for a year we were all being paid a livable wage to stay home Mm -hmm. and that opened people's eyes yeah and they're ignoring the fact that like no people aren't quitting so much as they're refusing to work for shit well, pay for and, shit employees and i mean i will say there is they did uh put out a report that 4.6 million people quit their jobs in just august that is a lot of people yeah uh, now that the, is not the, that's no. not in the bubble though that's not you can't look no. at biden and be like this is all your fault well, this is the decades the, the, of fucking economic planning the right would try to tell you that that's because of vaccine mandates whatever yeah what i suspect is a that there's a ton of reasons a couple of them uh, is that certain companies like, uh, I mean, Amazon just buckled. Amazon wanted all of their office people, their tech people, whatever, back in the, back office, in the office because they're tired they, of paying, right? Yeah. Because they want those buildings filled as opposed to work at home. Well, guess what? If somebody that works has worked at Amazon in a, in a desk job who's been working at home for the last year and a half has the the resume to go to a competitor that's going to let them stay at home why the fuck would i come back to the office and they also your building is an added expense right and they also get paid an adequate amount no company is paying so fucking well that you're going to retain employees. Right. Like, even the government has that problem. Of, like, right. Look, you're all paying the same shit amount. I can go anywhere and make this money. I would also argue to your earlier point that there's that another one of the reasons that people would quit is because other jobs comp- competing jobs they will let you work or, from home will or, let you work from home or will pay you a wage that you feel that you're worth and right? nobody should have to sacrifice or, their entire life to one or two or three companies to barely scrape by if you can find another job that in this in this crazy vast market of jobs that the right says that we have right. fucking go do it yeah. like why would As you someone, not I should, maybe shouldn't say this out loud, but if someone who has been putting in a lot of applications recently, I can tell you that the job market, although there are a lot of jobs open, most of them are not great. Most no. of them have huge caveats of being like, well, we don't author health insurance or we don't – you have to work strict schedules or you have strict quotas. There's also – I keep seeing more and more of the story that uh, people who are filling out lots of applications are not getting calls back. Right. And that makes me wonder. Then, like, well, then what is the worker shortage? Because right. if if companies aren't calling people back, but then I they still have help wanted signs in yeah, there. Yeah, or well, not even help wanted. Because I've I've noticed this. I've gone to several gas stations and stuff that have signs up that say closed at night because of worker shortage. No one wants to work. But you know what I don't see a help wanted sign there. It doesn't seem yeah. like they're actively taking any resumes, yeah. but they're closing down because no one wants to work there, which seems like a contradiction. If you were really wanting employees, you would have a sign-up that says open interviews, kn- two to three, this Saturday. I know I've been vocally uh, very against conspiracy theories, but if you want one um, that that is considerably less harmful than like the QAnon bullshit, um, it seems like a good opportunity for... Look, the working class is clearly seen that, that like we don't have to take bullshit anymore. We can change the future of work. It can be from home. It can uh you can pay me a living wage, especially in an economy where inflation is a real fucking thing. Um you need to pay me so that I can take care of my shit. Um it seems like there's there's this battle happening between the corporate world and the working class where if the somebody's going to have to bend at some point and if companies just aren't hiring people but are bitching about the work at some point you starve enough people out that they have to take low-paying jobs right Right. maybe Uh, i don't know i think also like what where they kind of fuck themselves i mean i don't know that this is true because i'm not an uh, economist or anything I, I think enough people have been below the poverty line at a certain point that they realize, like, they've been living off scraps their entire life. You, there's not much difference between them and a person who's been jobless for four years, right? Right. Like truly, like if you if like if you want to scam unemployment, like as much as you're gonna work 50 hours to k- keep that scam going, you're gonna make about as much money as you're gonna make working a 50 hour job. Right. At this point. Right. So like and- a lot, I think a lot of people are just realizing the fact that like. Why work? If I keep myself below the poverty line, I can get food stamps. I can get guaranteed uh, rent insurance, you know? like Right. But, but also, like, even to that point, like, good luck because those – Oh, they're not uh, easy to apply for or get. And they're not easy to – But it, if you're on that line, why fucking try? Because if you get a, above a certain line, it gets harder to get those things. Right, and if you're still not making ends meet, right. then why not take what is available if it's available? I'm not saying those are easy programs to get. Um, because also, I don't believe that they are. I don't know that we're not getting to a point where people don't want to work for evil corporations. I know something yeah. like, and this is very anecdotal, but I know a lot of people who refuse to apply for uh, Walmart or Amazon mm-hmm. based just strictly on, like, they don't like Bezos or the Waltons. i And a they per- won't I'm a person, shop there either. I, you know? I am a person who has certain lines like that where there are certain companies that I would never, ever be interested in working for Um, and not even necessarily, I I don't even necessarily know the names of all of the companies I wouldn't be interested in working for. Um, I know that there are conditions that I'm not, that I'm not interested in going back to. There are jobs that I've worked that have been shit, um, and, and have treated me like shit and I am not, I'm not interested in going back to a company that runs that way. And so if that means that, you know, uh, that th- there's a future situation where i get an offer from one of those companies it would not be hard for me to turn it down like make it make it fucking worth it for me to work right. for you if you're not and that would actually be I- i'm curious if they paid enough that you would be even like on the line about like oh that's a lot of money i'm curious what that amount is though yeah i don't but know but like that would have to be a, a substantial amount more than what they're fucking offering right. now right yeah and right now they i mean uh, dude, There's no I, way I, I, you would sell your soul for that little, no. right? Like, no, not. I wouldn't sell my soul to scrape by, and I think a no, lot. And, and that's the I, problem. And, yeah. yeah, and if, I th- if you're gonna make me sell my uh, my principles, at least offer me enough to make it worth it. I want to own a pool, and right, you know? I want to be able. To, I want to just know that I can comfortably take care of my shit. And I think that, I think to your earlier point, there is something to that. That you sent everybody home for a year, and you gave them at least enough money to. Not even live comfortably. Not, but to, not To not crash the economy. To not scrape by. People yeah. were able to pay their bills in 2020. A lot of people who are typically poor, who live paycheck to paycheck, didn't have as much trouble paying their bills in 2020. And they realized it doesn't see- have to fucking be that way. Yeah. I'd be, I'd be surprised at the percentage of people that had their highest earning year ever last year during COVID because of the stimulus checks. Right. Because that's not an insubstantial amount of people, unsubstantial amount of people. Right. Who, like, because of what they get, the little taste of basic universal income, which isn't that much money, but it's no, more money than I they're mean, ever going to see in a, a month. Somebody who was. Uh, th- th- I, I looked, at least in Missouri, um, where we're at, I looked at our numbers, and somebody that was making um money the the uh, even with the added benefits like when the first stimulus was passed and there was the extra 600 or whatever on top of the unemployment if you t- if somebody was unemployed from the time that the economy shut down on March 14th or w- once everybody started getting sent home on March 14th 20, yeah. all the way through December 31st if you took that to an hourly wage mm-hmm. at the amount of money that they made in Missouri they were making $15 an hour in 2020. Yeah. And they weren't that's, suffering as much as they no, were. And that's what they want to bump the minimum wage up to. Right. Which is probably still way too low for what inflation in, right. in time has passed. So – uh Tucker Carlson is still in the middle of his rant of trying to tie everything to shit that it doesn't belong to. And in this sarcasm. Yeah. And in this next clip, after he goes on and blathers some more, uh, we're going to break down some of his claims and kind of see how how he gets there and what how he should really be trying to get
3: there. In the state of Michigan, the head of the largest nursing homes association said the vaccine mandates will cause them to, quote, face an even greater crisis. Or, as a good American would put it, a greater opportunity. Residents of Seattle, by the way, are about to have plenty of new opportunities, opportunities to practice their self-defense skills. It's a good excuse to brush up on that taekwondo from fifth grade. Bet you forgot about those skills. Time to get them back. The people of Seattle are about to confront a massive shortage of law enforcement officers. Why? You guessed it. Joe Biden's vaccine mandates. Here's how one local news station reported it.
4: Already short-staffed, the Seattle Police Department is preparing for a potential mass firing of officers. Starting October 13th, the agency will move into what's called a Stage 3 mobilization. What the department's manual says is reserved for scenarios that have the, quote, potential to cause significant harm property destruction or widespread public fear 354 sworn personnel had not submitted proof of vaccination as of tuesday that number dropped to 292 today but still that's more than 25 percent of all deployable officers
1: i'm going to play this last bit of this clip back for you because i want you to really listen for where the audio cut is where I can't even tell you because I don't know. I, I tried to find the original source that Tucker Carlson is playing, but he doesn't source it on the show. It like he's playing this clip and it shows that it's from a Seattle station, but it doesn't say what station it is. So I can't figure right. out where this came from. But when I heard it, like when I after I had already pulled the audio from the the video of this episode, And listen to it. I was like, I need to go back and watch that because it sounds like there's a cut there. So listen to the end of this again. And then let's talk about some numbers.
4: Starting October 13th, the agency will move into what's called a stage three mobilization. What the department's manual says is reserved for scenarios that have the, quote, potential to cause significant harm Property destruction or widespread public fear. Three hundred fifty-four sworn personnel had not submitted proof of vaccination as of Tuesday. That number dropped to two ninety-two today, but still, that's in
1: three hundred and yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've done enough audio editing to know when you have used the beginning of one sound to cover up a cut in another sound. Yeah, so. My theory here, and I can't prove it because I, he do, he does such a sh- shitty job of sourcing that on the show that I don't know exactly where that came from, is that—but on the screen, if you're watching Tucker, Carlson, tar- Tucker Carlson's show— At that sentence, 300, a new image flashes on the screen. They they cover the cut, right? Yeah, they have covered, like, with a sixth-grader's fucking YouTube version of editing. My bet is that that sentence isn't the next sentence in the... Conversation as we were hearing it, right. and now we're hearing a different part of the conversation. They took out a little thing I like to call context, yeah, uh, a bit. So let me read you an article real quick because I thought this was interesting. I wanted to. I thought it was bullshit. I thought it was ridiculous. And when I heard the the voice inflection there, I was like, I have to watch it. I have to see that there's a cut. And now I need to know why Seattle like what they're saying about their police staffing issues so this article is from a uh, NBC uh, member station K5 and um, it's titled Seattle Police warn of staffing crisis after 66 more officers leave this was in April of 2021 and then I've got another short clip or a short excerpt from another article from the same station um seattle the seattle police department police department says it's in a staffing crisis after 66 more officers left their jobs in 2021 quote we are at record lows in the city right now i have about 1080 deployable officers this is the lowest i've seen in a in, in our department end quote police chief adrian diaz said tuesday more than 180 uh sworn spd officers left the department last year according to spd figures some of the latest departing officers retired early while others left the four policing jobs in different cities or positions in the private sector according to exit interviews the interviews show many of the officers pointed their fingers at the city council and a general anti-police climate in seattle as reasons for leaving other others criticized spd's leadership the Seattle City Council is considering a new cut of 2.8 million to the department's budget. Roughly 800,000 dollars would be transferred from would be transferred to other city departments to support SPD's work. The council trimmed police funding last year after nationwide protests over the mistreatment of people of color. Activists applauded the reductions and called for more. Quote. Despite an increased focus on recruitment and retention, the Seattle Police Department continues to lose sworn officers at record pace due to ongoing budget uncertainty, a spokesperson for Mayor Jenny Durkin said Tuesday. Quote, based on exit interviews, we know the council's threats of continued layoffs or cuts are having a direct impact on the decisions to leave the department. Mayor Durkin continues to caution city council against making additional one-time cuts without addressing the hiring and retention of officers, especially diverse officers, to respond to the highest priority calls, end quote. And this is an—I will point out, this is not even a Seattle thing. I read something in our local post-dispatch about the fact that Ohio had been poaching a lot of officers and correctional officers uh, from us because no one wants to be a cop. Maybe right. it has something to do with, like, the 16 high-profile fucking cases of them being murderers yeah see see our episode 7 where we talk about cops being shitheads yeah it's not covid no there are a not, lot of no. reasons and and the fact that like seattle voted to rest- like to cut down yeah like there's a things perv- happened years ago there's that, a perfectly that into this. good explanation for why the police would be having staffing issues right. and i'm i'll even i'll give it to tucker that he's probably not wrong some of them probably pr- quit in protest of COVID shots and, and vaccines, right? That's fine. Let them go, right? I don't care. Like and and, and he's not wrong about that, but I do. I he's I, wrong about the number. He's a, he's a, well, a, he's, he's a, just- attributing the entire uh, Seattle problem of cops to. Here's uh, yeah. a, another article about the same thing from the same station, um, and this was on October 6th of this year, so a few months later. Seattle to Police Seattle Police Department prepares for possible staffing shor- shortages due to vaccine mandate. Um, Seattle. The Seattle Police Department has a contingency plan in case of staffing shortages due to the department's COVID-19 vaccine mandates. Officers are required to show proof of vaccination or exemption to the COVID-19 vaccine and mandate uh, by October 18th or risk losing their job. SPD set an earlier deadline of October 5th for vaccine verification, at which point 354 sworn officers had still not submitted proof of vaccination. By the next day, that number dropped to 292. Quote, overnight, we had 64 officers turn in their vaccine verification forms. Obviously, our hope is to get that number as low to zero as we can between now and October 18th, said Sergeant Randy Sarek. He works with the Seattle police. There are concerns that response times could suffer due to store, staff, staffing shortages, depending on how many Uh, Officers face losing their jobs after the October 18th deadline. The department is prepared to activate a stage three mobilization plan on October 13th. So part of what Tucker Carlson's clip played is accurate. There is a basis for why he played that. I don't like how he's making the correlation that it's 100% vaccine mandate because in April, the same station is reporting that... Like, yeah, but it has there's a lot of fucking reasons and right. the majority and known of it, it has been coming for a while. And, the, and then that and that was prior to the vaccine mandates in the first place. So right. the the idea that the, the the exit interviews aren't saying the same thing as that Tucker Carlson's narrative says certainly not at the same rate. He might no. get a few like he might be technically correct. He's that cherry some picking are. some yes, information. Exactly. Yeah. One hundred, and he's ignoring the other issues, which have been that were just as prevalent under Trump yeah. as they are Biden, but they're not convenient to this attack Biden narrative that he has structured his life around now. Basically, the point is that whether or not there were vaccine mandates at all, the story would be the same. Yeah, that Seattle, uh, that Seattle specifically, which is what Tucker Carlson is talking about, would be dealing with staffing shortages and the reality would be the same that that's that it's not the only city no. in and the w- country that argue is dealing that with that it's nationwide and i would argue it's been going on <laughs> since before i remember reading articles in 2017 about the fact that they're having trouble getting and people I, to be cops I mean, because they, they're only attracting one certain cli- kind of clientele they were, which is like very right-leaning which is hard to attract in a the city they've been saying that since uh at least at least as far as i can remember in 2014 when michael brown happened here in st louis yeah like one of the things was, they argued was is that like yeah, the, yeah they're overworked and they're short staffed. so i'm not saying that which also like let's get into the fact that they're paid like shit they're not paid well mm-hmm. and that goes to the, like because no like firefighters aren't paid well teachers aren't paid well we don't take care of the people that are supposed to run the society yeah instead we give millions to tucker carlson to try his hand at sarcasm for 20 minutes. Yeah, it's, it's stupid. And I'm not even saying that his numbers are 100% wrong. There is some validity to that last clip that he played after it was conveniently edited together. I'm just saying that for context, it's important to know the entire story, and Tucker Carlson and Fox News and even liberal news media outlets are, are very good at cutting shit together to make it something that it's not. It's piss poor. It, I don't know. I, it, it upsets me. That, if you like, can edit the, audio, you can fucking catch that shit. Though. <laughs> it, it's like, no, 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 no. It just amazes me that like someone who can just go in there and lie is able to sell air, like airspace and ads. And me and you were like, no, like, yeah. it, like what we have to do way more research in, and, and Fact checking than he does on any episode. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we don't have the convenience of writers here to fi- no, figure or that out or staff yeah. or millions of dollars or a team of lawyers. Yeah. And this is the best he can do, which is pitiful. Yeah, it is. Because, uh, guess what? It took me like five minutes to figure out the context of that shit. Yeah. And I'm not saying that, oh, should you only go to one site, K5, for two articles or whatever? No, no I'm or, not saying that. Or but should like, we not address the fact that, uh, having vaccine mandates are probably going to cost us some workers yeah of course yeah we're we're weighing that with the fact that the other option is letting a whole fucking people a bunch of people die right because of a a very easily preventable virus ask not what you can do for your country ask what your country can do for me (laughs) (laughs) it's fucking ridiculous uh you ready for some impending doom So we've just given
3: you a snapshot of what's happening in the country, but it's happening all around the country, from coast to coast and all through the middle of the country. And it's happening right now. And that means in the coming months, at some point, you're going to call 911 for an emergency or you're going to show up at the hospital with an injury or you're going to try to catch an airplane flight. And you will notice that you can't because the hospitals, the police departments, the fire departments, your airlines, none of them work anymore. Now, Joe Biden is going to take the blame for this. If the Russians have their way, Vladimir Putin will tell you, it's Joe Biden's fault. Oh, no, no. It's a tribute to Brandon. Let's go, Brandon.
1: Ah, fuck off. <laughs> that aggravates me so much. Um, I'm confused by his I metaphor. Should... Wasn't he pro-Russia in the beginning? Uh, Was did, did he lose this? Or maybe I lost well, the thread he, because it went on for God fucking yeah, forever. I think the thing is that it, like that's why i had to listen to it multiple times too is because i was like wait are you what are you fucking doing what? like yeah. what is happening right when now when does the sarcasm end and when did it begin and do you do you even know i don't Tucker? even i don't even know that he does know um but like okay Tucker, call me when the fucking fire department doesn't work and the like He's just saying a right. bunch of shit that doesn't mean anything. Like, none of it means anything. Yeah. Um, he's also attributing to Biden to, and, and to COVID vaccines the things that are attri- that that have many causes. Right. That yeah. we were like, we're not experts. And we were able to find that. Like, there's no way he doesn't know. He's yeah. intentionally choosing to obfuscate those the real reasons and to focus on the one tiny, maybe kind of real in a few cases reason. Right. And, and To make his point. To make political points. He's, yeah. He's a propagandist. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's dumb. Um, so he then goes on to have a guest on who's I don't even remember the name of the guest because he was so fucking boring to me that I was like, I'm not using this. I'm cutting this. There was like four minutes of interview Where, uh, some guy who works somewhere (laughs) came on and was like, yeah, Tucker, I don't know why all these things are happening, but you know what's really bad? Socialism and critical race theory and just buzzwords, buzzwords, buzzwords. buzzwords." I was like, I don't fucking care. I've, I've covered this shit before, so uh, so we skip forward a little bit in his show to where he wants to tell us about uh, immigration, and and I don't know if he's really making correlations there to the vaccine mandate as much anymore or if he's just doing his regular douchebaggery, but we can uh, listen and then decide for ourselves. We've watched in horror for the last nine months,
3: many Americans have, as the Biden administration simply opened our southern border and has allowed hundreds of thousands of foreign nationals to come into this country illegally and then stay here. But the question we've asked in the beginning is how many exactly, where where are they going, who are these people? We haven't had clear answers until tonight. Fox's Bill Melugin is at the border with that story for us now. Hey, Bill.
5: Hey, Tucker, good evening to you. So a federal source was able to leak us some pretty eye-opening documents, and what they show is that the Biden administration has released more than 70,000 illegal immigrants into the country just in the last two months alone. So let's show you some of what we're talking about. If we can pull up this first graphic, one thing that jumped out to us, just since August 6th, The administration has released about 32,000 people into the country by granting them parole. That gives them temporary legal status and also allows them to apply for work permits. But under federal law, it's very strict guidelines. It's supposed to only be on a case-by-case basis for urgent humanitarian reasons or significant public benefit. Just to put it in perspective for you, former Border Patrol Chief Rodney Scott, who served under Trump and Biden, said he only granted five to 10 paroles per year as a sector chief. According to these documents, the Biden administration just did 32,000 in two months. If we can pull up the second graphic, another release. Uh, Since August 6th, they have released 39,630 illegal immigrants into the country on their own recognizance. Those are known as OR releases. If we can pull up this third graphic, Uh, just since March 20th of this year, the administration has has released more than 94,000 immigrants into the country with what's known as an NTR. That is a notice to report. That is a request for the immigrants to please show up to an immigration office within the next 60 days um, in a city of their choosing. One final graphic, if we can get to it. On one single day in Del Rio sector last month, September 28th, the administration released 128 single adults into the country without any means of tracking them. ATD, alternatives to detention. I reached out to the feds about all this. They didn't deny any of the numbers. They say um, they admitted it, but that they have mechanisms in place to try to get people to show up to court. Startling numbers there. We'll send it back to you.
1: Bill Mulligan,
3: thank Are you for your reporting numbers? once again. Are they startling numbers?
1: We just ended—I'm uh, oh. sorry to cut him off, but we just ended um, uh, a 20-year war, right? Yeah, right. Where, where, where I believe Fox was complaining about us leaving potentially leaving people behind that had helped us, translators mm-hmm. and such. Uh, there was, I believe, a big uh, like fuck-all to-do in Haiti recently. Yeah. I I remember seeing a lot of pictures of white people on horseback whipping black people running without shoes. Yeah. Um, it doesn't surprise me that Trump only let in five to 10 a year because he's a stingy fucker. Right. Well, that is like, uh, they're saying this number like it means something without going into the context of, hey, where are these people coming from? Break it down. Are they they all coming from Mexico? Because that's kind of what you're making it seem like. He also ends his interview by saying that the feds say that they have uh, mechanisms for making people show up. Yeah. And but if he they don't show up, he, ICE will find them and kick them out of the country and take them away from their kids. We've right. seen how this works. But he doesn't tell us what those mechanisms are no. because that would provide context. And, and, well, even before he says the mechanisms, he says like the, uh, he, they released a hundred and something people in one day without any means to track them. And then two sentences later says, well, the people who released them say they have means to track them. <laughs> right. But I just told you they don't because they don't have ankle monitors on, which is the only, reason I, the only thing I would be comfortable with. Yeah, the whole like, thing – whole thing is stupid and and even even if you took it at face value which i don't think you should and i'll tell you too that as far as like i've pulled several articles you know how i am i pull articles to provide context i didn't for that because i was just a i do recognize that there is a problem with immigration at the southern border i i do understand that we've talked about that before about biden not handling that the the immigration thing uh Super well. Like, it's well, not what it's president not has? has. None. Uh, Obama was a deporter in chief. Fucking right. Trump was archaic. Right. You know, Bush uh, was a horrible president when it came to our immigration rights. No president has gotten it right. No. And that's what I hate. Anything Tucker talks about, if you dig a little deeper and just scratch the surface, you will find a genuinely interesting argument. Yeah. Pro and con. But yeah. What he does is he gets rid of all of that and he smothers it in this fucking veneer of. Uh, Elitism and globalist and Whoa. kind of shit like the the new world order is coming to get you. The the the, uh, the immigrants are taking your jobs. They're stealing. Right. They're stealing your lives. Um, all because kind of- what kind of what I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but kind of what that guy, whatever that fucker's name is, is kind of implying is that like. The correct number of people to lead, to let into the country in a given year is about five or ten. Yeah. That, and Trump had it just right. Those yeah, are about the, yeah. they're the doctors, they're the the high, you know, the people we need to let in. The non-drug dealer rapists. Right. The idea that some uh, place would let in 190 immigrants in one day is just, that should be shocking to us. Isn't it ironic that we're doing this episode just like a week after Columbus Day and, and we're I talking mean, about immigration? A week after we did three episodes about ending a 20-year war where we were like, we need to get the fuck out. Of then, course the numbers are huge right now the native americans were probably like they're not sending us their best (laughs) they're not doing it (laughs) they're not here anymore um so tucker refer uh um has has another you know how tucker's show goes he likes to bring on people to just say stuff and he decided that he was gonna run with everyone's favorite white supremacist stephen miller Keep in mind, this is all illegal. This is all a violation of
3: federal laws passed by the Congress. The administration is abetting the violation of federal law. They're acting in an illegal manner. Now, the Department of Homeland Security has ordered ICE to stop raiding workplaces that employ illegal immigrants. What does this all add up to? We think you know, but no one puts it more clearly or with deeper knowledge than Stephen Miller. He's a former senior advisor to the last president, the founder of American First Legal and one of the most knowledgeable people on immigration in the country. Stephen Miller, thanks so much for coming on tonight. So, no more mass raids on employers undercutting American labor with illegal migrant workers. Tell us if you expected
2: this to happen. Has this ever happened before? What does this mean? No, it's never happened before. And yes, I did expect it to happen. Let's be very clear about what we're looking at. This is an inside attack on our democracy. Is something that our founders never anticipated could happen, something never, no one ever dreamed would happen, which is that the president of the United States, the person sitting in the Oval Office, is working systematically, or his deputies are in this case, to allow people to invade into our country against our laws, to consume public benefits, to take American jobs, and to threaten public safety, all aided, abetted, facilitated, planned by our own government. On the worksite piece, during the last administration, President Trump directed an agency within ICE known as Homeland Security Investigations, or HSI, to conduct nationwide worksite enforcement. In fact, we had the largest worksite raid in American history under President Trump that I was very proud to have take place. All of that is now shut down. If you work illegally in this country, you will be able to take an American job using a fake identity, stealing a social security number, and collecting public benefits the whole
1: entire way through. There's a lot of variables and assumptions in yeah. in that. Also, I love the just, fact that like we're suddenly going to see a bunch of Mexicans as police officers with fake IDs. Yeah. Like the government oh, yeah. can't tr- like again, you can just steal a social security number. It's that fucking easy. Again, there is fucking qualifications. So even yeah. if I hand an illegal immigrant there's a social be security number, where they're gonna want to know where you worked before, they're gonna and where you went to school and what prison you were. You are you're fucking still guard gonna at. have to go through police academy, but yeah. Like that, that it the, it doesn't make any sense. The variable and also how ironic that a guy who worked for a president who attacked who who aided and embedded thousands a of coup. people a attempted coup. Yeah. To overthrow democracy. Yeah, for him to say that this president is working at any kind of cross purposes against his oath that he took? Yeah. Fuck off. The the government infiltrated this. And it is like... Yeah. Dude, this is what the government did. They, they got rid... They're going to systematically get rid of all teachers and all cops and all uh, hospital workers so they can install their immigrants who we all know have been pre-programmed with, to believe the right things. I know that you're a white nationalist piece of shit, but like, if you He's can just... He's literally a KKK... Like, yeah. Like, literally but he is a fucking like he is he's a racist yeah 100 100, yeah if you if you can get past that for a second and just recognize your your resume for like fuck off with the the attack from the government bullshit um yeah he he's gonna go on and and give us more i love also like let's not forget the fact that like police departments are historically racist like the the hires up are going to interview officer potential jose and be like yeah i'm gonna hire this guy yeah no this this makes sense no way is this getting this doesn't make any sense no um stephen miller has some more ridiculous variables i want to talk also about the parole issue that
2: bill malution just mentioned parole is like daca or deferred action for people who are outside the country who want to come in illegally so in other words DACA, or deferred action, if you're here illegally, says you can stay here, you have protection from deportation, and you can apply for a work permit. And that's what they're doing now for illegal aliens outside the country, newly arriving. Parole is supposed to be for a very rare humanitarian emergency. The classic example used is for someone, for example, who needs to donate an organ. They're, they're a match, and they have to get into the country to donate a kidney. That's what it's for. It's being used to bring in illegal aliens in mass to take American jobs. And one other point I want to make about this, everything that the administration is saying, they need to raise taxes on you to fix our terrible public school test scores, our overcrowded emergency rooms, our dilapidated dilapidated infrastructure, all of those problems that they want you to believe you caused are caused by third world migration. Wait a minute, Stephen Miller. Thank you for that.
3: Thank Appreciate you. It. Thank you. I, I have such so that many. questions. It wasn't
1: even a dog whistle at the end there. That no. was just straight up no. fucking racist. Um, it's caused by the brown people, right. uh, these the, brown people who hate America, who are also apparently rushing our borders to try to give kidneys to Americans can, who hate them. Can what I? What the fuck was that? Can I? Can I also point out that because it's, it, it's really dangerous what he just did. Um, because the because they they understand who they're talking to. They're not talking to educated fucking people like they're talking to people who just hear that shit and and run with it. And what he did was he tried to make a first of all, whatever his issues with the immigration and parole system is that's one thing. But he tried to tie it to DACA. And then he started explaining what DACA is. DACA allows you to stay. Um, it allows you to get a worker's permit. It allows you mm-hmm. to get benefits. It, DACA is a program that only pertains to the children. Who were born uh, here. Who were born here. Who, under our fucking Constitution, are citizens. Yeah. So He's talking about American citizens. So, but and he is rele- relegating them to n- n- non-citizen status. But that's a really clever play from somebody who is trying to... Um, spin like this white nationalist narrative into like almost like under like he's trying to make it go unnoticed right so he's saying like these are the problems with parole they let you we should even said like when you get here they just let you apply for a work permit to work when you get here you're a baby with DACA yeah they let you apply when you turn 16 like every other fucking American right it's not a baby out there in a diaper cutting grass you fucking racist yeah Yeah, and then and that that last sentence was just like the epitome like, Hey, these aren't your problems. It's immigrants who are causing your problems. You should not feel bad. That is one hundred percent I mean that is for uh, a side that loves to talk about how Biden is Mister Nazi because of vaccine mandates. Like that's that's straight out of Hitler's playbook. Right. Like the Jews are so your, the we, cause of your problems. Well, now we know where the that fuck? Five, that. Now we know where that five or ten number comes from. <laughs> Apparently, Stephen Miller believes that there are five or ten immigrants out there who are just trying to rush into America just to be good. I'm assuming Christians in his mind, and give a kidney to someone who needs it. Right. Because I'm sure that happens all the time. Uh, And those are the kind of people we should be letting in. Yeah. Not any of the translators we just took out of a country that we fucking failed to win a war in. I think he's using that because he knows that, A, that that is not a common... Like that is not a common thing. So no. he, so you can justify the five to 10 number because you can say like, look, it should be a very small number because it should only be this group of people, which isn't a very like it's a very, very, very fractional group of people. But then like the rest of the entire statement is just is just trying to tie the the scary evilness of immigrants into right. programs that we already have, and then to put the cherry on it's top, it's so stupid. With just if we had that, if people. we had the limit of five or ten people, should be let into this country per year. I, none of us would be here. No, I mean, I don't care what. Like, I don't. I mean, I are mean, well, you're, you're it Italian. helps. It helps if you come in and genocide people. Well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, but I mean, like, I me and you wouldn't be here. I mean, I don't really know where my family comes from. I know you're somewhat Italian. I yeah, guarantee the, like, you, both know, of we, our families probably came over here. At least some of them came over here during a famine or during yeah. a civil war in a different country. They fled something horrible to start a new life. And the idea that we would only let in five or ten like, but Stephen Miller is essentially—he's uh, Gavin McGinnis. He's just uh, like, without the cool haircut. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And the beard. Pretty the, much. Yeah. If you shave Gavin and McGinnis forcibly with a with a, uh, um, uh, I guess a better resume in the sense that he's worked for a presidential administration. Better resume? Granted you uh, have to look at which administration. I don't know. Gavin McGinnis is a lot better at making incels stand up and hit each other while naming satirials. Mm, that's, that's very fair. That's skill. That's did, skill, Brandon. Did you know that Joe Biden hates children? Here's how to think about it,
3: by the way. President of the United States Is the head of the country is like a head of household in a family if your kids are having problems and american citizens are having massive problems if your kids are having problems and one day you decided to just adopt six more kids what would your kids think of that they would know very clearly that you didn't care about them in fact you hated them you had no interest in their well being you didn't care to help them get better and that's exactly the message our government is sending to us
1: by taking in immigrants by the way, that music was because Tucker Carlson was going to commercial as he was mm. saying that. Um, but the so the idea is if we take in immigrants, then Papa Joe isn't taking care of all of us. It's that stupid <laughs> argument that we heard so many times even during World War II against Hitler about, like, we shouldn't t- try to take care of other countries until we got all our own problems solved. Yeah. Which, by that own logic— why did Trump let in the five or ten people a year when we hadn't solved all of our own problems? Isn't he also a traitor? Why is he prioritizing those ten people? It's just stupid. It, it doesn't ex- yeah, it doesn't make any no. fucking sense. It's also it, it's extremely lazy. It's a way and to what, just cut to commercial. What bugs uh, me is it only it only works on people who haven't thought about it for ten seconds. Literally, people who just hear it and have a knee jerk reaction to it. That's the only people this is working on. Yeah. And all it is doing is reinforcing an echo chamber. Yep for eight hours a day it's literally 1984 propaganda they have to keep saying it over and over otherwise you'll think about it and you'll think like yeah this is stupid yeah no i'm i don't disagree with you at all i i think not only is it stupid uh it's it's lazy and maybe that's why because you because he does know that it's just people that are knee jerking um (laughs) (laughs) that That's an interesting uh, That's gonna phrase. That's going to be the title of this episode. Um, but the, the he knows that it, it's just those those people um that are going to be reacting to something like that biden hates like biden's the dad we're the children biden obviously hates kids he's not taking care of us because he's letting he's buying a present for our stepbrother so he doesn't like us anymore it's it's most appropriate right in front of a commercial break because it's something it's a one-line thing that you can just say people can latch Mm on to that and then that's the new And then, point. You know, and then your your viewers are going to be confused about why you're not hearing the the average my pillow commercial anymore. What yeah, happened there? No shit. Um, this next uh, story is going to get interesting. We've got two more stories from his show, uh, from his episode that we're going to do. Um, and then and then I just cut out the end of his show because I don't give a shit. Um, but uh, but this one was an interesting story to me um and we have one of my, in after this clip uh we will have an interview from one of my least favorite personalities on fox news um but we'll let tucker set up the story first and we'll kind of talk about this it's one of those stories that sounds grotesque the first time you
3: read it and then the more you know about it the worse it gets it's from Loudoun county virginia right outside of washington dc A ninth grade girl, 14, reportedly sexually assaulted in a bathroom by a self-described transgender student wearing a skirt. Now, the girl's father is called Scott Smith, and he says the school district covered up the incident. On June 22nd, he went to a school board meeting to protest what he called a cover-up, but he was not allowed to protest. He was arrested and beaten by the police. Now, over on MSNBC,
4: the race lady applauded this. She said it was all deserved. The fight to vilify critical race theory occurring mostly within the confines of Twitter and Fox News is now taking over school board meetings, in some cases turning into a literal fight, like what you see here in Loudoun County, Virginia, where a public meeting over lessons on race and a proposed policy on equity for transgender students devolved into mayhem, with audience members displaying aggressive behavior. So that guy showed
3: up because he believes his 14-year-old daughter was raped in a bathroom. He tries to talk about it, and they arrest him and beat him, and that ghoul on MSNBC essentially says they didn't beat him hard enough. That's where we are.
1: Okay, so obviously that is not what she said. She did not say that they should beat him harder. No. That's fucking ridiculous. That's just and just that, honestly, she lies. should sue him. Like, how dare <clears throat> you say that she said that and then play a clip where you don't back that up? Yeah, yeah, no shit. Um, so we're going to talk about this story a little bit, um, in, in just a second. Cause I have a couple of articles. Uh, first of all, th- this aggravated me because when I first heard this, or when he first started talking about this, I immediately was like, I, okay, there's more context. I, because this is too Fox news. Like this is too, perfect for their narrative for there not to be more to this story so i need to figure out where this story originated from and, and who's talking about this because i haven't heard anything about this and if this was a uh like if, like this seems like a ninth grader getting raped in a school bathroom seems like a big enough story that there should be more coverage of it right and when really. I, and when i started searching it on the internet the only places that i could find it were right-wing sites Which kind of gave me a red flag, like, you know, uh, because I was like, okay, first of all, the story originated from the Daily Wire. Which Ben Shapiro's website? Run. So highly uh, suspect to begin with. Everybody else that's sharing it or talking about it are all like the New York Post is, uh, the Washington Times. Times I believe. That's I yeah. up because I was looking up while we were listening to that. The the uh, tons of like uh, uh, Fox member stations, local Fox right. ch- channels. That all of that makes less sense. less reputable sites. But, but yeah. I can't find anything from the Washington Times or the Washington Post. I can't find anything from the New York Times, the AP, yeah. like I none even of, Fox uh, News. Yeah, like, like so we're going to talk about. Well, I'll read a little bit from the original article, um, but fuck, you gotta. I'm. I want the audience to hear this the same way that Tucker Carlson's audience hears this before we put context to it because they don't offer us any fucking context, and so he's going to have one of my least favorites and one of. One of these days, if I can stomach it, we will do an episode about Judge Jeanine Pirro. I I despise her more th- so than... More than Judge Judy. More, she's the worst judge. More so than Tucker Carlson, Hannity, and Laura Ingram. I do not like Jeanine Pirro. She's worse Jeanine than Judge Kavanaugh. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Um, How bad she is. She's, she's pretty fucking horrible. This is a longer clip. This is the longest clip of the episode, um, and we've only got a few more. But I do want to hear, I, I want you to hear her take as it's delivered to the Fox News audience, and then we'll kind of put some context to it. So the Laden County School District, those are the people overseeing
3: this disaster, they just issued a statement saying it followed all legal protocols of this incident, and it was quote, properly reported to authorities. Right. Judge Jean Pirro is the host of Justice with Judge Jeanine. There was no justice here. She joins us to administer some. Judge, thanks so much for coming on. What is this story as awful as it sounds?
6: You know what, Tucker, it's worse because this story encapsulates virtually every issue that you've been talking about for the last couple of years. Look, um, this is a microcosm of America, Loudoun County, where you've got ground zero now is the school boards. We've got a criminal justice case, a young girl who was sexually assaulted. And let's not play tiddlywinks here, Tucker. She was forcibly raped and forcibly sodomized in her bath in a school bathroom. Her father hears about it. They call him to school. They don't say anything to any of the other parents. They... they take him out of school, six police cars come. This is before they actually have the school board saying there was some disruption of school today, nothing to see here, folks. That's the end of that. Within a month, we know the young boy, the 15-year-old, is being prosecuted in juvenile court. We know this from another attorney, but the records are sealed. This individual is moved to another school where he ends up sexually assaulting another female. I'll get to that in a minute. But what you've got here is a father who became a poster boy for the left, one like the diss before me that that you had on from MSNBC saying he should have been beaten worse. But he became a poster board for the National School Board Association. He was referred to as a domestic terrorist. That was a letter that they sent to uh, Merrick Garland that caused him to refer to parents as domestic uh, terrorists and then sick the FBI after these parents at school board meetings. But the worst part of all of this is that they covered it up. They covered it up because when they had a meeting to determine whether or not they would support this transgender policy, as well as CRT, vaccines, masks. The superintendent gets up in front of those parents and he says, there are no records of sexual assaults that I know of in this school. Meanwhile, there was one within a month before. And then he turns to a red herring and he says, Time magazine says this is all ridiculous anyway. The father at that point is like ballistic. His daughter's been forcibly raped and sodomized. And he then starts to disagree and the police come after him. Here's the bottom line. You've got the right to assemble, the right to redress grievances, First Amendment. None of that is working in Loudoun County or anywhere in the United States now.
3: I've noticed they're putting too much pressure on this country. Something bad's going to happen if they don't pull back a little bit. Really bad. I agree with that. Judge Jeanine, I appreciate your analysis. That's great to see you.
6: Thank you. Okay, some, real, some, hold oh, on. Real something quick. bad happened.
1: It was January 6th. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's fair. Um, the, the, something that before we start breaking down the details of, right. of what we have, we just heard a lot of bullshit. a lot of bullshit. And there's a couple of things I want to get out of the way ahead of time. One, the end of that clip when he says that they're putting too much pressure on this country, something bad's gonna happen. Like, dude, you are literally doing the exact same thing you that raises throwing... the goddamn temperature that leads to January sixth. Like, yeah. th- and that's what you're trying to do. You, it's he, the Alex Jones bullshit. He's on the Titanic and he saw the iceberg and he's like, "What if we speed up? Maybe we'll ricochet yeah. off. Something's gonna happen, and then people are gonna get pissed and eat each other." <laughs> um. So that that's fucked. Um. Also the, the the um I'm not even look if this happened then it's obviously fucking horrible mm-hmm. but what I want to know is why the news network who always questions the woman always Questions. It's always allegedly. It's always a conspiracy. There's always the sixty the, women who accuse Trump. They're all lying. They're, they're all, all money seekers. Yeah. They're all. But as blah. soon as it as it fits their narrative, the anti LGBTQ trans narratives yeah. specifically. Yeah. yeah. As soon which as has it, been in the news a lot lately. Thank you, Dave Chappelle. Right. Um. As soon as it as it as it uh, as, as it fits and it furthers your narrative. She was forcibly raped, no, allegedly, it's and fact. sodomized. A and, judge is saying that before anybody's been charged, right? Um, which might tell you why she is <laughs> not in a courtroom; she's on Fox News. They're also talking about how there's a cover up. There's like, but the allegations that they're talking about, which they're not talking about them as if they are allegations, but the allegations they're talking about is between two minors. That's not a cover up. That's the law playing out. You can't, right. like. Until something is proved or disproven, like you're dealing with well, minors here, you can't release their names. Even the even oftentimes when something is proven with minors, their records are sealed because right. there's a, there's a very strong belief in this country that what you do as a child should not reflect the rest of your life necessarily. Necessarily. Sometimes it should. If you murder someone, obviously there are extenuating and a, a rape should I believe should be one of those causes. Yeah, sure. But I also believe the fact that like. Listening to that clip, and it's hard to take Fox News' word for it, but listening to them talk about the actual source and what was said in school, I didn't hear I heard the word assault. They used the word assault. Mm-hmm. Tucker and this and Judge Piero are the ones who used the word rape and sodomy. Right. So I'm hearing a very big discrepancy on what happened yeah. in that bathroom. So let me read you so the the original posting of this article and the reason that it became a story at all. Um, as I said earlier, was the Daily Wire, Ben Shapiro's website. So let's read a little bit from the original ar- article, and then we will read a little bit more. Uh, we'll further... Tucker mentioned that the school board had since offered a response, and so we'll go through a little bit of that, too. Um, so this is Lauden County uh, Schools Tried to Conceal Sexual Assault Against Daughter in Bathroom, Father Says, and this is from the Daily Wire on June 22nd, Scott Smith was arrested at Lauding County, Virginia School Board meeting, a meeting that was ultimately deemed a, quote, unlawful assembly after many attendees vocally opposed policy on transgender students. What people do not know is that weeks prior on May 28th, Smith says a boy allegedly wearing a skirt entered the girls' bathroom at nearby Stonebridge High School where he sexually assaulted Smith's ninth grade daughter. Juvenile records are sealed, but Smith's attorney Elizabeth Lancaster told the Daily Wire that the boy was charged with two counts of forcible sodomy, one count of anal so- sodomy, and a count of forcible fellatio related to the incident that day at school. Quote, if someone would have sat and listened for 30 seconds to what Scott had to say, they would have been mortified and heartbroken. End quote. Scott's attorney, Elizabeth Lancaster, said as a result of the viral vi- as a result of the viral video showing his arrest, Smith became a poster child for what the National School Board Association has since suggested could be a form of domestic terrorism. A white, blue collar male who showed up uh, to protect his daughter, to obscure public servants on his local school board. Minutes before Smith's arrest, the Lauden County Police, or I'm sorry, the Lauden County Public Schools superintendent lectured the public about concerns about the transgender policy. Um, were misplaced because the school system had no record of any assault occurring in any school bathroom. So, and then the Daily Wire's uh, website goes to paywall and I am not going to fucking pay Ben Shapiro for shit. So I want to read a sentence also from the the Washington Times, which you said, like, like mm-hmm. the, the, the only right-leaning sites are covering this. Yeah. When they say, uh, quote, the boy accused of assaulting Mr. Smith's daughter was later charged with sexually assaulting another girl at a different school in the county, comma, the father later told Fox News Channel. The next pair, The next sentence is key. The Washington Times could not independently verify this claim. Yeah. No one has a record of this, of any student being assaulted besides the father saying it happened. Uh, And I'm not saying if it did happen, fine. That student, but like. Yeah, that's fucked up. That's horrible. Yeah. But But, there's also a lot of like, if this father is just crazy, which seems like could like at least 50-50 be the case. One of the things that I wonder is can the lawyer be sued for putting that information out there if the public records are sealed? If and, they said the kid's name, that could be, I think. Okay, I, but they haven't. But that's the game they're playing. Is because the records are sealed, they don't have to give a name, and it, they have a reason. Here's another thing that stuck out to me, and I'm not saying here's here's what I hope if if Scott Smith's daughter was raped or assaulted or groped or anything. Like, I want justice for that little girl. That's fucked up. I don't like that shit should not happen in our society, and it should be uh dealt with in a court of law or like what like it should be dealt with when when it does happen something that was interesting to me though or at least stuck out to me was and i don't even know if this is if this is the right thing to to necessarily say but the when she talks about um the when who talks about what when uh... Smith's attorney, Elizabeth Lancaster, told the Daily Wire that the boy was charged with two counts of forcible sodomy, one count of anal sodomy, and one count of forcible fellatio. That seems to me really descriptive and really damaging to the little girl who is the alleged victim here. I don't know that that necessarily matters, but as a parent, like, if I was a parent and that happened to my child, male or female, whatever... I don't know that I'd be telling the news about that. Well, I, know, I mean, I honestly think that like I understand if it did happen and the fact that the charges are so specific, maybe it is something did. I don't want to discount that like no, they're making it up. No, it, it totally could have. But I think where where what they are doing what that I don't like, what Ben Shapiro and the Daily Wire is doing is they're using the 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 excuse that because he it was a man or a quote boy wearing a skirt and that he identified as trans this is what will happen if we let trans people use other bathrooms. Right. They will rape your kids. Yeah. They will sodomize your kids, you know, like, and, and in graphic detail, like, which is not the case. We we lived through the same thing in the 90s. We had to hear so many people say, well, if a gay man can use the bathroom, what if he likes the size of my dick and you just start sucking? And then I'm gay, right. you know? Like Yeah. We lived through so much of that shit, and it's not true. No one is hitting on anyone in a bathroom. You're there to shit or piss and to get the fuck out. Yeah, I mean, this is e- unless you're like, there are creeps, but they're perverts of any kind. Yeah, this like, like it's not to me the the whether or not he was trans doesn't matter. And but that is what they're kind of they're, oh but no, they, they make a, sure one hundred. That's one hundred percent what they're doing, and that's the only reason Ben Shapiro is interested in the story at all. Yeah, Ben Shapiro is not the kind of guy that likes to believe women when they say they were raped. You've covered this. So the only reason he's doing it is because it serves his ulterior motive of transphobia. Somebody who has the the fucked up mindset that I'm going to rape someone, like, that it doesn't matter what they're wearing. Right. But it doesn't matter and if they're the wearing that they a, a skirt. The fact that they had a skirt on and identify as trans is not going to stop them from opening a bathroom door and assaulting someone sexually. Right. If you're going to do that, it doesn't... So many men have walked into women's bathrooms and done that throughout yeah. history. It's not a thing that, like... There's no digital scanner on a door that prevents someone from a gender or a sex from walking in. It's, that's where it's ridiculous. Yeah. It, and it, it, and oh they're, they're dog whistling with, like, obviously anybody who has a problem with trans, which is anybody who's been alive and it's racist anyone who's anyone who's listening to tucker carlson or ben shapiro obviously yeah Yeah. um yeah i want to read a little bit about the school statement um after this story came out uh, County, the Loudoun County School District in Virginia issued a statement Wednesday saying that it correctly followed legal, legal protocols two days after a father who was arrested during a June school board meeting accused the district of trying to cover up an alleged bathroom sexual assault against his daughter by a skirt wearing male student. Quote, Loudoun County Police or I'm sorry, public schools is aware of the media and social media reports concerning the alleged sexual assaults at two of our high school campuses, the school district said. Uh, while LCPS takes student privacy seriously and cannot reveal the details concerning the actions of any specific student, we do want to clarify our investigation, our investigative process. Principals are legally required to report to local law enforcement agents to report to local law enforcement agencies, any act, including sexual assault. That may constitute a felony offense under Virginia Code two two one blah 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 blah. That process was followed with the respect with respect to these allegations. So, I mean, as far as I can tell, the uh, it, it as far as I can tell, the school at least is doing, is working with the law enforcement. Right. They're doing what they're supposed and to do. Their hands are legally bound. They can't release the names or the details of the- Well, also, and the fact that, like, the, the video they got this started on the Daily Wire, right, is the dad essentially getting carried out of yelling at the school board by cops. He's disrupting a public meeting. The cops carry him out, and they, they, they put this video out saying, well, he was just there to protect his daughter who got raped. So this is a travesty. But if if this did happen, like, let's give them the benefit of the doubt. His Mm -hmm. daughter was assaulted, and the the, the school board is working with the cops and turned it over like they said they did. Mm -hmm. Then him going there and yelling at the police board and assault, like, they didn't do this, and they did the right thing when they learned of this. Why are you trying to assault them at a public school board meeting? That is still, like, yes, they're going to carry you away. Well, because it comes down to... The, ri- the, the, the my thought the video looks good for Ben Shapiro and for it, Tucker Carlson. My That's thought all it is, too though, like, and I'm not trying to be the guy who's like suspect of shit, but like, if my kid a couple of weeks ago just got raped or whatever, like, I don't think that I would be. My first thought wouldn't be at the now. Maybe I'm a more open-minded person and can like recognize that. Even if my child was assaulted by someone of any community, that's not indicative of the entire community. So I wouldn't go to a school school board meeting trying to pick a fight about transgender equity. Or anything, uh, about any race or, r- or, right. or identifier like if that my, happened to be a... a yeah, you know. if, if my child was, was assaulted by a Hispanic, I wouldn't be like, this is why we need to close the borders. Like, right. that's not where my mind would go. My mind would go, how do I as best as I can write this wrong, but that would be through the courts and through the police and through the legal means. Yeah. And like, I I don't think that I would be at school trying to stop all Hispanics from being allowed to go to the school. It just doesn't like, that doesn't make sense. And again, we need to keep an eye on this story because if it is true that anything like this happened, like, Yeah, like I don't know. I don't know the law well enough to know what happens when a 14 year old sexually assaults another 14 year old. I know our laws are really fucking not great for victims, right? So I know it's not great. I will say that uh, another quote from this article, uh, we can confirm a May 28th, 2021 case that involved a thorough two month long investigation that was conducted to determine the facts of the case prior to the arrest. The sheriff's office previously told Fox News, quote, this is a case still pending court proceedings. The Laudan County Sheriff's Office is not able to provide any documents that pertain to a pending case. Um, end quote. The sheriff's office confirmed that the case involved sexual assault. The school district said that in in its statement that it contacted the sheriff's office on May 28 within minutes of receiving the initial report. So it, as far the, the to me the cover-up aspect of of all three parties uh, of uh, and maybe it's just an emotional father who is looking at it that way that it's a cover-up because but to me it doesn't look like a cover-up and i think that to tucker carlson and to janine Piro, it especially janine Piro, who is a fucking judge was a judge um should recognize that like no this is all being handled within what the, what the... is sad is that like it let's give them the benefit of the doubt this is all true everything they've said is true the assault happened the way they said all the accounts are true if that is true this isn't something you this is something you should be mad at in terms of like the 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 perpetrator is not getting harsh enough treatment mm-hmm. or whatever but it's indicative of our fucking system the system that Trump and Fox and Shapiro spent just spent 4 years perpetuating, perpetuating and yeah. making fun of times up and me too like it, even if they are true in this one case that is a damnation of their entire stance the last half yeah. a decade yeah yeah, because it was cancel culture when Louis C.K. Yep. fucking did it. Up until anybody else did it, until yeah. and, and, until it fits their purpose, and then they're willing to contextualize it in a way that, like, no, 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 this one case is actually it's, bad. It, like, and, and to that point, it's a, it's a great example of picking and choosing when you want to be fucking outraged, right. because they're outraged when Harvey Weinstein does it because he fucking donates to liberal causes. And we should and, all be outraged. Secretly, you know. And secretly they're going to think he's a Jew. Yeah, right. So, you know, like, let's not forget that. But when it happens to Donald Trump, it's alleged this, alleged that. It's just it's because he's a millionaire. Bullshit. Of course 60 women would accuse him. When That's hap- what happens when you're a millionaire. When it happens to Andrew Cuomo. They're see, all telling the truth. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yep so that's why I don't want to say like I want to be very careful to say that I'm not denying that. No, like, I'm not. I'm not suggesting this little girl is lying. I mean, in, you know, in, like according to I mean, clearly a police like something has been filed like there's definitely a case going. There's an investigation. Right. Uh, the, the police showed up there like the police had, have come out and said that, like, yeah, there's a case we just can't. Talk about the specifics of the case, and and obviously, like even Fox News and Ben Shapiro are are smart enough to realize: do not print the name of that teen unless you want to be sued into oblivion. And shit, that makes sense. I mean, shit, we have literally just like within the last couple of weeks, and it's still going on. We've as a nation, we've all been watching the Brian Laundry, Gabby Petito case play out, and we know that like for the first like two to three weeks of that it was all just speculative we're all just bullshitting online trying to figure it out but the police weren't saying anything because it was an ongoing investigation there was no body yet we can't fucking say anything unless we know and then another, or if we want to shoot ourselves massively in the foot before court yeah you know like if we do say anything that's going to prevent us from getting him the longest or getting you know like getting justice yeah yeah, I, I but I, I hate that. I resent the fact that Tucker and the right wing will use the fact that we don't know the name and we don't know details because of the law that's set up to protect the victims as some kind of like, it's some government smokescreen. It's a Biden agenda, right? It's a trans fucking you know trans transgender agenda. You know, like it's, it's also Janine scapegoating. Janine Pirro at the end of that clip made the point that I guess freedom of speech doesn't exist anymore the right loves to pick and choose freedom of speech. Like freedom of speech says that you can't be prosecuted by the United States government for the shit that you say. It doesn't mean that you can walk into any building and start yelling anything. And I'm not saying that like, look, if he's, if his, if anybody's kid is assaulted at school, they should have the right to go into the school board and, and argue about it. But what I would say too, is like maybe a public forum isn't like maybe you go about it like try to go to the school board prior to making it a big fucking attraction like a big circus thing i would say the best thing to do would probably be carry a sign outside the meeting and protest yeah don't interrupt it especially if the school board has referred it to the cops and they are no longer in charge the the only thing you're mad about is they didn't do enough to protect your your daughter. Which you what are right sp- to be. That fine. One hundred percent. But like, it's short of putting a camera in the bathroom or following her in there. How are they going to protect her? Well, and what are they supposed to do if you come into a school board meeting screaming about anything? Yes, they have to have remove to... you. Yes. Like that's And I hate to say it, but that's why I suspect the reason that he went in there screaming is because he knew that would get attention. Yeah. That would get the attention of this is why, and, 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 and Tucker Carlson. I've said it. this before, but this is why I don't believe that the right understands protesting. Like at least the left knows like we're going to get kicked out. That's the fucking point. Yeah. Like we're We're going not going to that... be all shocked once we are kicked out. That's kind of like maybe like, maybe he does. It's just like the manufactured outrage by by media heads like yeah. Pirro and, and Carlson are using this as, as a a moment of advantage because they don't like they don't like the LGBTQ uh, community. They don't like they don't agree or understand transgender community they don't agree with trans rights um and so they're using this story as something to jump onto and try to uh make it a a a blanket over the entire community like this is what could happen if we allow uh, (laughs) transgender equity within schools does it almost seem like tucker carlson is just stuck in 2016 where he's like look if it has to do with a football player kneeling or people using the bathroom, I'm all over it because that was my heyday. Yeah. That was when I, I was big, so that's what I remember. Does kind of seem like Like he just can't let go of the fucking past. You're really smart, Frank. Sometimes your intuition is, is really amazing to me. We're gonna talk about the NFL now. As for God the, damn it. Uh, for, I, I genuinely didn't know that was coming. Yeah. Uh for the for the last bit of this, we're going to um it's not the end of his show, but like I said, he like he has like a segment at after This next story that I just didn't give a shit about. And so we're going to end it here. Um, and if you've turned on the news at all over the past week, week and a half, um, you, the NFL, uh, and specifically oh, one the, the coach. emails, yes. right. Would you- um, Correct me if I'm wrong. Those emails were released in, as part of a, an, in, uh, of, a uh, an investigation of the culture of the of, NFL. Yes, yeah, um, and we'll talk about. And that. they might have just opened a can of worms on the culture of the yeah. NFL. Yeah, I think they. I think they. Can, and it's not something that any that like most people didn't know, but now it's really out in the open. So yeah. like we'll oh, there's also like a hundred and some thousand emails and, yes. and as a lawyer said, like if that's the most damning one, I'll eat my head, like it, there's no way that's the worst Oh, one. it's definitely not. And we'll talk a little bit after this, but we'll let Tucker Carlson set up his, his talking points.
3: So John Gruden was an NFL coach who's just forced out as the coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. The company Electronic Arts has announced he's going to be deleted from the Madden NFL video games immediately. He'll be replaced with a quote generic likeness because that's not Soviet or anything. All of this happened after Gruden's private emails, many of them from years ago, were leaked to the media. In those emails, Gruden reportedly criticized the NFL commissioner, Roger Goodell. So was he involved in this? It looks like he was. And what should we make of it more broadly? Clay Travis has covered sports for many, many years. He's the founder of OutKick, among many other things, and we're always happy to have him on this show. So, Clay, for people who aren't following this, I know there's been a lot of coverage of
0: it. Sum up what happened and what it means, if you would. Well, first of all, Tucker, I'm reading Harry Potter with my kids right now and I feel like John Gruden is the new Voldemort. You're not even allowed to mention his name. I feel like I'm going to get struck down in terms of this cancel culture. They're wiping him out everywhere. So what's going on, Tucker, is there's 650,000 emails that have been examined as a part of discovery into what used to be the Washington Redskins, now the Washington football team and the culture that existed there. The NFL has been reviewing all of these emails and on Friday they started to leak out John Gruden inappropriate emails, making comments uh, about race, about gender, sexuality, all these different things pulled and called from inside of that 650,000 emails, including criticism of Roger Goodell himself.
1: Now, okay, so let's talk about those. Uh, he he breezed over what yeah, the yeah. what the allegation— He didn't uh, say they were wrong. I love that. Oh, he no. didn't say they were wrong. No, he, he, just, yeah, he called him a victim of cancel culture. No, no, no. But like, yeah, he didn't say what he said was a lie. Like, he didn't say it. They were just like, oh, he said some racist things and, like, cancel culture. But he also said that, like, he kind of implied that they cherry-picked— to make him look bad, which yeah. is not true. It's part of a court case, and it was part of discovery yeah. when you hand over relevant emails. The other 615,000 pages contain damning stuff, but it's not relevant to the court case, so it did not get released. Well, and it's Now all, people are pouring through it, and it will. Yeah, oh yeah. Damning and, stuff will come uh, out, shit, 100%. Shit already has. We're yeah. going to talk about John Gruden first, and then we'll kind of finish up with a, another aspect of it. Um, but this is from Newsweek, and it is from... Uh, The 12th of October, um, John Gruden, the coach of the Las Vegas Raiders, stepped down from his role Monday after homophobic, racist, and misogynistic emails emerged. Uh, The emails were sent in 2018 before he became the coach of the team on a 10-year, $100 million contract. Quote, I have resigned as the head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. Gruden said in a statement Monday night via Twitter, I love the Raiders and I do not want to be a distraction. Thank you to all of the players, coaches, staff, and fans of Raiders nation. I'm sorry. I never meant to hurt anyone. Um, Gruden's resignation came after the New York times reported on offensive emails. He sent Bruce Allen, the former president of the Washington football team during his time as an ESPN analyst analyst. The report, the report, found that the coach often used derogatory, misogynistic, and homophobic language. The situation escalated on Friday when the Wall Street Journal reported that Gruden used racist language to describe NFL Union Chief uh, Dean Maurice Smith in a 2011 email sent to former Washington executive Bruce Allen. A workplace misconduct investigation into the Washington football team is what led to the discovery of the offensive emails. Uh, some of the harmful content in the emails written by Gruden included him calling the commissioner, Commissioner Roger Goodell, a redacted homophobic slur, and also a clueless anti-football pussy. Um, it is reported that he used the same homophobic slur several times when, when referring to Goodell. In another email, Gr- Gruden referred to openly gay uh, Michael Sam as a queer and used a racist term to describe NFL Union Chief DeMaurice. Um, the one email saw Gruden refer to Vice President Joe Biden as a, quote, nervous, clueless pussy while exchanging photos of topless women. He also criticized player Eric Reid for taking a knee during the national anthem and said he should be fired for doing so. Last week, Mark Davis, owner of the Raiders, said... That the emails about Smith were disturbing and not what the Raiders stand for, per the Associated Press. Uh, Smith, uh, I'm sorry, Smith tweeted on Monday night, quote, The email from John Gruden and some of the reaction to it confirms the fight against racism, racist tropes, and intolerance is not over. This is not about an email as much as it is about a pervasive belief by some that people who look like me can be treated as less, Smith wrote. Um, so, that, I mean, that is essentially the the just of where John Gruden is. Yeah. I, I've got... This didn't come out because of cancel culture no. or because of the, the PC police left. It, no. It was because of his shitty behavior. Yeah. And a, a court case. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, he got himself here. Yeah, and... Like, fuck off, $100 million, you couldn't keep your fucking mouth shut? One of the things that uh, Tucker and friends over here are doing is they're like trying to nobody likes roger goodell i don't know that much about the nfl i know nothing about the nfl but i know but th- when i hear the name roger goodell i'm like yeah asshole yeah, yeah is what i know that dude's a piece of shit we right. all we all understand that we all recognize that that is the that's the consensus in popular but culture but that's also like let's be honest uh, of what you just read him calling out roger goodell is not the part that i had a problem with no that is the part I had the least problem with in that entire screen of his. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. What I like, did... I'm sure that's what the problem the NFL had oh, probably sure. more than anything is that like, you can't make fun of the owner. Right. And now that all this other shit is here, we're yeah, gonna, now we we're... have to do yeah. something or we're going to, um, because of whatever. But even so that's kind of the game that Tucker and friends are playing over here. And like, listen to this next bit. This is our last clip. Um, but they're gonna make some like weird uh, assumptions that I just don't know that they're based on anything.
0: If you look at what's going on here, it's highly suspect what is being released and what isn't. It feels like somebody in the NFL office decided they were gonna put out a hit on John Gruden, and maybe that is Roger Goodell. Maybe it's about putting pressure on Daniel Snyder, the owner of the Washington football team, and trying to force him into selling the team. But every morning, we're getting the drip, drip, drip of somebody new who said something inappropriate. Look, in the case of John Gruden, Tucker, they have stripped him off the ring of honor with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He won a Super Bowl there. They still have Warren Sapp, by the way, on that ring of honor Warren Sapp who has been charged in the past with multiple felonies pled down to other charges. Right now the Tampa Bay Buccaneers put out a statement saying they can't in any way be connected with John Gruden but they have two different players that are currently or have recently been involved in assault allegations. This cancel culture absurdity doesn't apply consistent rules and right now John Gruden has become persona non grata and he is the target in the NFL. Well, thought crimes are much more
3: serious than crimes of violence of course because there's violence no all doubt. around us and nobody cares but if you have unapproved
0: thoughts then we destroy you interesting clay travis great to see you thank you thank you tucker words are worse than actions that's the world we live in exactly
1: i don't understand like the they're. everybody agrees that roger goodell is a piece of shit, but i think they're taking a, a step an extra step when they're like he put out a hit like yeah, no, dude. As someone is being sued by a company for billions of dollars, Fox should be a little more careful about what they slander people. Yeah, like. I also think that, like, to push back on the the hit idea, I'm not saying that people in power don't use that power, uh, to uh, attack their perceived enemies. Like, if he if Roger Goodell is mad about dude calling him a pussy or whatever, that's one thing. I also do think though, that this is a situation where. It's not a hit when you have all of this damning shit. Like yeah. when you have all this damning evidence of him using what I'm assuming the article didn't say the n-word, but when you say well, racist over and you, over again, ra- did you hear what he said? It was he. Refer- I I know the clip. I know yeah, what. No, saying. I I didn't. He said, and I'm gonna paraphrase it, but he said a black player or a black commentator, former player, had. Uh, Lips like something. He referred to his lip size and made a very racist kind of like lips gotcha. like a monkey or I don't know something like that. Gotcha. Um, um, yeah. So racist. Yeah, 100%. racist. When you start calling people queers and right, the, but I also hate word, though, like. And there's know. this thing of like they're trying to they're trying to draw this parallel like it was cancel culture that came from him and not like lawyers and discovery and judges and the yeah. NFL deciding that he should step down. No, um, it's not cancel culture when they and and they're right to point out that like the FBI the NFL has the FBI. <laughs> the NFL has several players who've been accused of yes. horrible things that have been let off. I that think, is true. That is not a cancel culture. That is an, FB, or an NFL culture. I think that's the only honest thing they said through the entire fucking yeah. episode. And that's not it, it, unreasonable. It, no, it's not unreasonable. But that's also the, the culture that the NFL festered for fucking decades. Yeah. Where they let people off of domestic violence and beat and, and drug charges because they can run really fast and catch a ball. Yeah and that's the fucking world we live in mm-hmm. That's the actual world we live in Yeah I mean shit They let like I'm not saying they let Like they uh, Encouraged it and, Like But Adrian Peterson right Beat his kid And like Yeah it, Like continued to play What fu- uh, did, Who the, was the guy who did the fucking dog Michael Vick uh, Michael Vick Yeah, yeah. And then, I, I don't even know sports And I know that guy's fucking name I can't remember the guy a few years ago Who like punched his wife in the hotel Yeah uh, um, Elevator or whatever Yep yeah, And uh, they had it on video and, Yeah yeah. And they they get pleaded down and they they have to pay a fine and, and then they play, play for... a season and a half later Like right. it's yeah so no there was I'm a not... definite problem but they're not pointing the finger at the right person it's not the snowflakes out there it's yeah. the fucking multi billion dollar corporation that has a, a team of lobbyists and lawyers there's some dude that like I I know that probably not tons of conservative audience members but something that I really wish we could get through to the to the culture um is that I think that it's easier to coin a phrase like cancel culture than it is to just apologize for being a shitbag. And I think that much in the same ways that through the Afghanistan shit that we talked about, especially in the the, the third part, we talked about Biden and, like, why don't you just talk to us like an adult? Why don't you just say, like, we're ripping the Band-Aid off and it's going to suck – It's one of those things where, like, if a comedian like Dave Chappelle is in the news lately, um, if, uh, you know, like, if somebody who is popular and is is a part of the, the culture says something horrible, whether it's a joke or whether it's just something horrible, instead of being like, well, fuck the snowflakes, trying to take me down, trying to ruin my livelihood, blah, 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 blah. If you just said, my bad. I didn't know. Now, granted, in Gruden's case, using the language that he used, there's no way to not know. Yeah. But like, I mean, Chappelle's case too. He's talked about trans people in his last like three right. specials. He has he has a hard on for trans. But people. there is something to be said that like, if ten years ago I said something, and like, and it comes up now, and I like obviously I I didn't not necessarily obviously, but if I legitimately apologize for that fuck my bad i shouldn't have said that that was wrong i don't know why i said it it was a, a, a lapse in judgment whatever i believe you're more likely to survive that than when you just fucking double down and you're like no this is your problem because you're too sensitive because when you double down the culture doubles down as well yeah and so and then like it becomes a, bo- a both sides think they're on the right side of history thing right which is just like Only one side. It's that thing of like God can't be on both sides of the war. He can't be for the Germans and the Americans. Right. Like one of us is going to be right and going to win. Yeah. Um, I do want to point out, too, that uh, the NFL has another, that this was also part of this same. Um, the the same six hundred and fifty or however many thousand, fifty thousand, yeah, Uh, emails. Um, Yeah, something else bad has to be in that stuff. NFL cheerleaders. This was oh, uh, I I know this story. The moment. Yep, yep. Uh, NFL cheerleaders demand probe over claims that the industry figures shared naked photos of them. Uh, Mm -hmm. Roger Goodell had ordered a probe into workplace culture at the Washington Football Team last year. Um, This is from October fourteenth. I'm sorry. Thirteenth, um, cheerleaders of the National Football League have demanded the organization bring out a full report on workplace culture after their uh, after they coaches were accused of secretly re- releasing their nude photos by email. Um, the name of former ESPN commentator John Gruden also got brought up. But yeah, I mean, they, the, the, the NFL has a fucking history of. It's almost like they uh, like they they like. It, Honed in a culture of harassment and uh and like def, frat boy behavior. It definitely does. Which I mean, it's not surprising. Like Activision just got in the news because they got sued for the same thing. Yeah, and it's not like yeah you have a corporation that is run ex- exclusively by rich men mm-hmm. that is populated by rich men who it's play a, the game. It's a boys' club. Yeah. And then the only women around, mostly, are like a few commentators and then a bunch of women who are scantily clad who dance for your enjoyment on the sidelines when you need to take a breather. Yeah. I, it doesn't surprise me that this this is a bad culture to be in. No, no, not whatsoever. Um, you know it, the one thing uh, I like about hockey. Our season just started, and just to get off, like there are no cheerleaders. There are no ha- no. There's half naked women that are a distraction from the boring ass game you're watching. Hey, first of all, fuck yourself. Not it's, hockey, f- oh, football. Oh, okay. that's why all they right. need them right. yes. in every other sport. All right, fair enough. I was like, don't fucking, do- your lucky Jim's not here. No, hockey is fast. Because you sit way closer to him than you sit to me. <laughs> um, hockey is fast enough. They don't need cheerleaders <laughs> to distract you from how boring the sport is. Now, I will say that the NHL does have, like, ice girls, but they're not... Like, they're not in the stands cheering through the whole no, game. No, like, and they have like, a skill. They can skate really fucking well. Well, and they go out, right. and they clean off the ice. Like, they're not out there for looks. Yes, like, they have a, a function. Yeah, they they go out there, and, like, there are intermissions where they clean like, that. The, the, uh, the cheerleaders are literally just to keep men from flipping the channel while they set yes. up the next play. Yeah. That's the only reason mm-hmm. they're there. Yep. Yeah, not surprising that... Uh, I don't mean to belittle cheerleaders, but, like, I... I yeah. I know how the F- NFL views them. Well, and, you, like, and yeah, always you, views you them as a sex symbol. So, yeah. like, it doesn't surprise me that they're sharing their naked pictures. They think sexuality is the reason they pay them. They don't see them as humans; they see them as objects. Right. Like that is the culture they have. Yeah it's a it's, yeah. a it's a shitty it's culture. Yes, yeah, like, I uh. I said to you and Jim earlier today in a text that like I don't know anything about the NFL, but I know enough to know that Roger Goodell should not be in fucking charge of it. Yeah, like with as many scandals, abuse. And, I mean, and he uh, had scandals uh, going back yeah. to the time where we just let rich men get off with anything. Yeah, like I, I mean, mean, like you know how shitty of a person you have to be to ha- like to have a history like that. Yeah, uh, with with all of the the shitty coaches you have working for you, and the racism within the NFL, sharing the players uh, who are wife abusers. Yeah, the, yeah, sharing nude photos of your staff, like their NFL staff. Yeah. Uh like yeah, Roger Goodell should Roger Goodell should step down as quickly as John Gruden did. Like I I mean, and obviously he hasn't because there all of these controversies have happened under him. Yeah. I'm not even saying that necessarily a change of uh leadership in that role is going to fix things immediately. But like, oh no, it definitely won't. But when somebody because he's hired people to say of the same ilk. Yeah, but when somebody it, it, like is overseeing, is the leader of an organization with this many controversies year after year after year, like something has to be said. It's, it's the Biden, like, the buck stops with me moment. Like, at some point, you right. have to have that and just be like, all right, you need to fucking go. Even if you're just going to be the scapegoat, you need to go, and then the organization needs to change its fucking behavior. Right. Like, be re- that sacrificial lamb for us. Rebrand, because you're a piece of well, shit. Well, not only that. I mean, they've had a lot of problems. I mean, like, they've had a historic, you know, they've had a really bad two decades. Like, they've made a lot of money, but they've encountered a lot of problems with mm-hmm. uh, their players being abusive, uh, concussions. Like, them covering up how bad playing mm-hmm. football is for their players. They've had a lot of... I mean, like, they're they're the leader of the corporation, or the... They, of the, the They fucking hate social justice. Yeah. Like, 100%. And the, they, not they're to mention fucking, the kneeling, yeah. Yeah. Like, like, they really need to rebrand, or they're in danger of only catering to a small section of Americans, mm-hmm. which is like, you don't want to get caught up in politics when you're trying to be the... Every sport is trying to overtake baseball as America's pastime. mm mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the goal, right? Become the American sport. Yeah. And if you're only appealing to NASCAR fans, right? Like then- NASCAR, I mean, it's big, but it's very niche in yeah. terms of like doesn't sell well, in, you know, like everywhere. Yeah, the North. Yeah, <laughs> well, even like <laughs> liberals, like I don't know a lot. Of, I know a lot of liberals who would throw a Super Bowl party because it's a cultural thing. I don't yeah. know a lot of liberals who throw an Indy 500 party. No. Or even watch that shit. No, not interested. I don't even if I am at a Super Bowl party, it is for the party. It is not for the NFL. Right. It's a really fucking boring game. Like Yeah, it is. I mean I've watched one in my life that was interesting, which is the two thousand game, which is when St. The well, yeah. Rams in the like the, the last like yard or but, whatever. Put put it on ice and then let's talk. Like <laughs> let's see what happens if it's on ice. I'm sure the concussion's like get worse skyrocket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so with, uh, with Tucker Carlson part two being out of the way now, uh, what do you, what, where do you want to rate him on this one? So we, the last time we covered him, we labeled him a of treason, treasonist uh, and a fascist. So I don't know that, or, or no treasonous and a fraud. Does he rise to the level of fascist? I think he's climbing there. I don't I, know that he got there here. I mean, I think that overall, like overall, is Tucker Carlson a fucking fascist? Yes. Yeah. Like I do the things Bel- he supports. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I like. But if we're going to just label him on this episode, or if we're just going to decide based on this episode, uh, then like as far as this episode goes, I'm. I would be satisfied with calling him a fraud or a traitor for two different fraud because he's just saying this shit just because... That's the narrative. That's the Fox News narrative. I don't even believe that he believes it. He's fucking vaccinated. He works for a company that has vaccine mandates that are stricter than the fucking Biden administration. So he, I can't make he, up his mind about whether uh, sexual assault claims are viable or not. You I, know, w- like- I would call him a... I, I could I could go as far as traitor, though, because I do think that his rhetoric is dangerous. I think that, ha- that allowing people like Stephen Miller who is a fascist to come on your show and to not even dog whistle to just straight out straight up be like the brown people are the cause of your problems um i think that's fucked up i think that's traitorous and i think that um that trying to make people not like the vaccine through your bullshit rhetoric of Uh, freedom like cherry picking uh, stories that fit that narrative cherry picking pieces of stories yeah that's even a better point yeah. yeah like you have to you still have to hammer those fucking stories in to make them fit the mold right um i think that that is traitorous i think that that does a disservice to the the general population and the and his viewers um, you know, I think that, that their love for hating the transgender community, even if that story is 100% accurate as the way that the father tells it, alleges, and, and, uh, yeah. alleges like, but it, it, but it still doesn't justify, right? It, the, it doesn't the rhetoric and what they're doing with that story. Yeah, no, it doesn't justify the way that they're handling it. They're handling it to because they don't like a, a group of people. And so they're and using to further And like they do with the further, NFL eh? or or, um, or or immigration, they weaponize it yeah. as a tool to further their anti Biden agenda. Yeah, one hundred percent. Which I'm sounding so much like them with the anti Trump agenda. I noticed. I I am not unaware that like I, it doesn't escape the me that we just switch roles when the president switch. But like I still think my side has more merit than the, theirs. I the, the here's the thing. I'm proud to be a member of the anti Trump. Rhetoric, like yeah. Trump's I also, rhetoric, like, was fucking dangerous and not democratic. Whatsoever. And also, like i I'm hate proud to be on that, the other side. I hate the fact that I'm like because I'm anti-Tucker, it means I'm anti-anti-Biden. But that's not true. I'm anti-Biden. Right. I'm not happy with him. No, but I have to defend him against this bullshit because they're not talking about the facts and the real things that he's done that are questionable. Well, and the thing that sucks, it just it's about America and the system at large. Is like I can agree with you on that sentiment. I'm anti-Biden to uh, to an extent. I don't want Biden to run again, especially if Trump runs again. Um, but if Biden does run again and Trump does run again, guess who I'm fucking b- voting for? Goddamn Joe Biden. Yeah. Because I recognize that the alternative is is far fucking worse for for you're, this nation. You're not wrong. So um, so what do you think? Uh, traitor? Yeah, for I think it's a fair place to leave him, yeah. Okay.
5: He's a traitor.
1: All right, uh, so that will bring us to the end of another episode. We will be back, but before we go, uh, Frank, can you tell the listeners how they can find us? Uh, well, Brandon, we have a Facebook page and we can be found on Twitter at real and American uh, in our personal accounts. Uh, you are uh, at real un- or at UnamericanB. I am at FeveredHeart, Heart and Brand or Jim is at American Actual J. Yes, and uh, you can also follow us, like, subscribe, share, and review. Episodes are available weekly, and, of course, our bonus content is available at patreon.com unamerican. Um, so, of course, go check that out. And, as always, we appreciate your support of the show. We do. Um, so, thank you, Frank. I appreciate you being here tonight and doing this with me. Uh, next week, hopefully, we will get Jim back in the studio. I think we will um and we and and I actually have a feeling I know what our next episode is going to be about already too because it's something that I've been wanting to um do for a few weeks now but with Afghanistan we just got so swamped with doing all of that and then once we were in it I was like we got to fucking finish it <laughs> like I got to get through this that was 9 hours on I, the yeah. on the forever wars it felt like it took forever so um fitting Really? Yeah. Like we, yeah, we're yeah. accurate if nothing. Definitely was. So, with uh, all of that out of the way, your dishonorable mentions for the week are Glenn Thompson of Pennsylvania, Tom Tiffany of Wisconsin, William Timmons of South Carolina, Jefferson Van Drew of New Jersey, Beth Van Dwine of Texas, and Tim Wahlberg of Michigan. A reminder that these people uh, whose names that I read at the end of every episode are the people who voted against the um of the biden certification these people were willing to overthrow democracy um for political partisanship so with that in mind remember that your responsibility as our listener if you listen if you live in the uh the states is to uh, please go out and vote against these assholes and put them in a future unemployment line thanks
4: An American is a fever heart production. It is hosted by Brandon Kondik, Franklin Everhart, and Jim Hillman. If you like the show, please subscribe and leave a review. Contact us at unamericanpod at yahoo.com. And be sure to support us on Patreon for exclusive bonus content.